Time for the spoiler cast you guys all been waiting for. Persona 5. All my confidants are here. Taylor Hoyt. Hey, hey. Maddie Lind. Emoji face. And Ben Moore. Hi. What's up? I'm excited to talk about this. There's, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. I've been holding it in because Maddie didn't beat it until like... Man, the last month of my life has been insane. Just because of Persona Five. Also, it's a very long game. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a game you can bust out in a weekend. It takes a while to get through. Takes takes a month. <laughs> Took a week. Took. Sorry. God, no, I'm struggling. But all of us broke a hundred, except for someone here. Yeah, I I don't know how you guys did it. I very like intently tried to like take my time, as the game says, but. <laughs> Every loading screen. Only got 93 hours in. I don't know what to say. You did get past Shido's palace pretty fast. I, I remember you're, I was like, okay, take it take it slow. Stop at the fourth VIP like an hour. And then an hour later, you're like, okay, I'm at the third VIP. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, whoa, wow. Well, it was just so annoying. I didn't I didn't like that part. So The VIP area? Yeah. Just yeah. finding the VIPs. Yeah. Okay, so let me, okay. <laughs> let me let me let me let's explain before people. I just like spoiled a big thing. <laughs> we're doing a spoiler cast. We're going to be spoil, spoiling pretty much all of Persona Five. Uh, we're not going to hold any uh, bars for Persona Four or Persona Three. So holding nothing back. If you guys haven't played that, watch out. We're not going to try to spoil it, but we're we're not going to hold back because we're going to compare. We're not going to try to spoil it, but we're going to spoil it. Yeah. Like, you know, you die is at the end, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> only people who know the anime would get that name or mm-hmm. played Persona 4 Arena. Or Dancing All Night. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was a pun. Supposed to, like It's like supposed to be like you. you. Oh, yeah. But it's not. It's an actual real name. And how did you find the name Akira? Akira Kurusu is Joker's real manga name. There's already a manga? Yeah. Wow. I yeah. did not know that. That's so, interesting. So I played my whole game as Akira Kurusu. Uh, that is Joker. I might call him Akira by accident. That is who I'm talking about. I only call him Akira a Joker. All right. Just so people know. Well, I'm just going to call him Joker because he's Nick in my game. Yeah. 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 At least there's something to call besides the protagonist yeah. or the main character. Joker. Yeah. Woo. All right, guys. Winter 2014. It's finally come. <laughs> <laughs> finally. It's only been uh, five years. <laughs> okay. About that. Was that really the release date or was that the date they're going to show gameplay? No, no, no. That was... I, I went back and listened to a podcast that I recorded the night that happened, actually. And it it was the Japan... That was the Japan release date. That was when they did that, like... That was when they unveiled Arena 2, Persona Q, and Dancing All Night. And then... They had that little teaser trailer, and it said at the end, it said winter 2014. And we didn't get it until 2017. Yeah, they were, they were pretty far off. <laughs> worth the wait. Well, guys, was it worth the wait? Let's go right into there. 
how did you uh how did this beat your expectations if it beat them beat slash meat yeah yep so let's start with taylor because um, ta- i want to know your your thoughts well it, w- it was interesting like i just said i was listening to an old video i recorded talking about persona 5 what my expectations were and basically it, my expectations were i want it to look like Catherine, which it did and i think it looks better than Catherine. or it's it's got that same style yeah but it's obviously there's more flair to it uh, i wanted better dungeons which we got in spades they're like actually crafted now it's not this randomly generated stuff although we do have that in mementos um and then i wanted i think i said i wanted expanded social links and we get that in the like side confidants which are way more useful than ever before before they were just sort of there but now they like give you new abilities and stuff like that so and more interesting yeah they are yeah they're more interesting for sure so i would say in it definitely met and in some ways exceeded my expectations uh there's a lot of stuff about the combat system that i didn't know going in especially like the baton passing in and all that stuff but we played it at PSX. You should have known that. Bef- before that, though. Oh, okay. Like, way, way back in the day before we even saw gameplay or anything. But, yeah, no, it's... I mean, we'll get to if it beats Persona 4 at some point. But it's it definitely met and exceeded expectations. Definitely my favorite PS4 game. Easily the best JRPG on the system. And I don't know if this has changed, but I think it's still the highest rated PS4 game on metacritic if you don't count remasters so yeah how about you ben uh <clears throat> it it definitely exceeded my expectations which i was surprised i didn't know that that was possible but uh, the ways that it exceeded my expectations i think uh, are definitely the dungeon design i really loved going through all of those palaces um i thought they were well done where i <laughs> had to think about what I was doing, and there was a variety present in all of them. And they, uh, I don't know, I in both Persona 4 and Persona 3 and Persona 2 and Persona 1, I definitely reached a point, probably around the halfway mark, where I just got sick of doing dungeons. I just, it just wasn't fun for me anymore. I cared about the story, and I cared about the characters. But I didn't like exploring anymore, and that didn't happen with Persona 5, and so that was a big deal. Interesting. Um, I thought... Uh, just Tokyo at large had a lot more going on. Uh, I had more options for how to spend my time, uh, and I really liked that. Um, and some of the characters, I think, surprised me in a in a big way. I had sort of pegged Sojiro as this certain type of character, and then how they developed him and how they changed him, um, I thought was really cool. Um, better job of tying the personal individual stories into the broader theme of what the game was about, about uh, speaking out and about rebellion and about um, doing something, even if everyone is against you. Um, So yeah, that's kind of my general take on Persona 5, I guess. I think everyone agrees with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I agree with what you were saying about Sojiro specifically. Cause I remember, I remember when I started the game, like, ah, Dojima is better. I don't like this guy. But then, like you said, like as it goes on, especially after, you know, Futaba gets introduced. Um, yeah, he's probably one of, one of the better characters in the game. Yeah. He's cool. You better have given him the journal guys. Oh yeah. The journal. Definitely gave him the journal. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Your save book. Oh, at like at the end of the game. Yeah. 
because he has like a he has like a moment if you ha- if you give it to him, he looks at it and like looks wipes like his he wipes eyes his eyes. He's crying. Like he read it. Oh yeah 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 that's right. Good times. Uh, I don't know if this happened for you guys, but when they they that option came up, I'm like, why am I giving him this thing? What is this? Because they don't they don't call out that notebook very often, and so then I was like, oh oh that's right, I had to because of the the thing because i'm a criminal i had to record my daily activities that's right i love the way they tie that in with with your saves like you got to write down your daily activities you're saving the game yeah it's like that's yeah that was clever very clever mm-hmm. I mean, what do we write down yeah so i went into this guy's <laughs> palace yeah, i went into the metaverse <laughs> we finally made it to this room that changes um yeah we'll be out there in just a few more minutes <laughs> <laughs> But it is. It's cool that it, everything's contextual. You know, it's not just random. It, it honestly kind of makes me wonder what he actually did write in it. <laughs> like, would he have written everything about the metaverse, or you know, would he just written about his daily activities? That's oh, what yeah. the anime's for. If we get, if we got, already got it. It's called the. I hope it's just pictures of Morgana that he's drawing. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. That'd be awesome. Just cut this different. Pictures. No, cat! I won't go to sleep. Damn you! <laughs> Damn it! Want to go outside? Story moments. Uh, block that. You, you talked about everything being contextual, and that was something that was a big point of praise for me. So much so that I, I haven't heard a lot of other people sing its praises to the point where I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, maybe did I is but uh no what they did with the whole thief theme i think was much stronger uh, if you're directly comparing it to persona 4 where you're sort of these investigators i think they mechanically represent the thief theme better um in persona 5 where you have that that bar and the loading screen when you're switching days like this is how people think of you when you go to a safe room to save and you can check in with your your other thieves um, sneaking around, ambushing things. I don't know. I thought all that stuff was was well done. They tied uh, they tied they tied the theme together very well. I yeah. Feel. Yeah. No. The even the sneaking around, even the whole idea of if you get caught too many times, you get thrown out of the dungeon, which never happened to me. Which but like, never happened to me. That's either. cool. That hap- is possible. Right. That, that happened to me. I thought it was gonna happen to me in the last palace, actually, because I was at ninety nine. I I didn't realize where our save room was, so I started running through the boat and. Uh, I got caught, like someone saw me and I hit them right before, but I was at 99%, so I was really scared that they were going to throw me out after I, ki- I killed the dude. And then your credits just start rolling. And the credits just start rolling. Oh, game over. You failed. We can't go back in. But uh, no. All was good. Went in. What was the question? Wait, what, what, what was what, what question? Oh, the, the persona. The pers- Did it meet your expectations? Did it meet my expectations? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you guys know me. I don't really have expectations when it comes to these games. It's like... I've trained myself to never really have that much expectations on things, so I don't get disappointed. So definitely, like, blew me away when I played this <laughs> game. Um, I got so hooked into it. I think I played m- most of the game on my Vita. Which surprised me. You were walking around the house just like, I hear music going on. I'm like, what are you doing? Playing it on my Vita. You know, cooking, of- cooking teriyaki chicken, playing on my Vita. I'm, I'm just like sort of five on my Vita. Okay. <laughs> That surprised me. Maybe I just have bad eyes, but I, I did a little uh, remote play as well. And I was like, the text is just a little bit too small on my Vita. Uh, but it, it didn't seem like you had that problem. Did Do you have a PS, PS4 Pro? Yes. Okay. Because I, I you could stream in 1080p and everything. And so it looked like a like a 
pretty spot on. It looked like I was playing on the Vita itself. Like I was playing, okay, that's pretty cool. So I didn't have any blurriness. I mean, sometimes it was small. Like it was, if I felt I felt some lag sometimes, but it was like for what I was doing, it was great. Because I was like, I don't want to sit in my chair and play. I'm gonna go lay in bed and play until 4 a.m. Nice. Quote from Nick, he played over 24 hours in one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Saturday, I played over 24 hours, guys. I didn't mean to say that, but yes, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I played for a long time. and I, I think that's, that is like a hallmark, I think, that most of us, of this game that I think most of us what, be, fell victim playing to. Playing for 24 hours? Yeah, felt playing for over 24 hours in one day. Yeah. No, but like just going on these just marathon sessions where like you don't want to stop playing because it's like... All right, or what's after this next palace? What happens when I level up this next confidant, you know, social link? They're not, they're not called social links. I'm just going to keep calling them that because that's... What I like the knows. word confidant, to be honest, but yeah, social links. Because uh, I, can, I can tell you for me, like, there were definitely plenty of days where, like, I didn't see the sun because I was just <laughs> inside all day playing Persona 5. That was that Saturday. I started, I think I started Shido's Palace. And then by 4 a.m., I was fighting the final boss, the actual final boss. Jeez. <laughs> and then I lost. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that almost happened to me. Uh, but the first two days, because remember, I was on spring break, and I was super pumped about it. So yeah, I had like, two you- days free, completely free. I got Persona 5 at 1030 when I woke up and uh, played for 12 hours, went to bed, woke up, repeated the process. So in two days, <laughs> I had like 25 hours in. And I was like, oh, God. I remember you walked game. in all smug like because I'm usually really far uh, farther than you, and you're like, "Oh, I know where you are. You're there." <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It was nice. They, these two were all like, "So, Maddie, uh, where are you at?" I'm just like, you know, about three hours ahead of you, and you're just like, "Oh, okay." So, like, does the game ever stop holding your hand about nights? <laughs> just like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I just remember you're like, "Man, I hate how whenever you go to the metaverse or to mementos, you have to go straight to bed." And then I figured out that way yeah, ability. Yeah, Snick. <laughs> that ability was great. Best ability. Yeah. So Ben, did you, I know you got it early, so you probably didn't need to marathon it. But did you have any like marathon days where you just that's all you did? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did because but when we get when we first got Persona, uh, in, I was already doing two other reviews that I was in the middle of okay. and trying to finish up, and so I didn't get to playing persona review until like i like I, I was probably 10 or 15 hours in but it wasn't until like immediately after our one year anniversary that i was playing and i was playing a lot like once i was at that point i was playing eight to ten hours a day um which was delightful i wouldn't have it any other way but uh <laughs> yeah that was kind of like it was kind of how i experienced it that's i became futaba yeah I, we, we I all like became futaba eight hours a day Oh, that's I, that's the best. Like every time a new Naughty Dog game comes out, I mean they're getting longer and longer, so it's harder to do this. But I'll just take the day off work and literally, from the moment I wake up until it's done, I'll just play all day. <laughs> and obviously, you can't do that in Persona, but uh, I mean you can't play all day. You just won't beat it. You just won't, yeah, beat, you just won't it, yeah. beat it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I Persona is the the one day structure makes it so easy. It, like it's so easy to lie to yourself and say, "Well, one more day can't take that <laughs> one, long." Right. One more day. Yeah, it's so easy to get into the mind that mindset, and uh, you just lose track of time. That f- feels like uh, Harvest Moon. Just one more day, right? Just one more day. <laughs> just one more day. I couldn't believe. I mean, the fact that we did have all these marathoning days, and like we never got tired of it, is kind of amazing to me because it's like a hundred hour plus game, and we were marathoning it. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I mar- when I first did my first marathon of the first palace, after I beat it, I felt tired. I was like, I cannot play this game right now. <laughs> it's like it was so much. But then like it can, like the story continued. I'm like, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. It just kept but going. But I just felt I just felt really tired afterwards. It made you exhausted because the first palace is really intense. It was like yeah, yeah. It's super long. Yeah, it introduces so much stuff to think about. You know. Yeah. Well, I think what's great about Persona just in general is that it's always, almost until the end of the game, it introduces new characters. So there's always something new to try when you're going to a new dungeon or like you're wanting to just get a feel for their social link to see if anything interesting happens. So there's, and there's always a hook like Ben, like you were saying earlier, there's like so many new side activities in this game. It's like you can level up stats, but there's like five ways to do it. It's like, do I want to go play baseball or do I want to watch DVDs or play games or go study? Like there's so many ways to level up your stats in this game. <laughs> go to a maid cafe for some reason. Oh my God. I, I still never did that. I, I don't I even know where that is. I never went to the maid cafe. So, it is kind of as awkward as you would expect but in terms of just buffing your stats it's really useful yes. because uh regardless with the maid cafe i think you always get charm but depending on what you order you get another stat buff uh it's kind of like the the diner where you can go and study where you'll always get knowledge but there's a chance you can get something else yeah i never used the diet i've just realized i never used the diner because i couldn't figure out where it actually was so <laughs> i missed out on that like I, the way to raise my knowledge at the very end i was just constantly studying in a booth at leblon just yeah. just sitting there i was just like Don't i did it that. like five days in a row i was like come on i got a level i gotta come on like how much knowledge do you need when i was trying to raise my charm to be able to go out with makoto um it was um it was raining all the time right oh so mm-hmm. i was trying to do the bathhouse and I remember I reloaded at least 10 times because every single time I'd be knocked out and I wouldn't get anything. I would get like guts or something like that. What do you mean you'd be knocked out? Because in the, when it's raining, you're able to stay longer. But there's a chance. But that... there's a chance that you overheat. And oh. I just Can I tell you something? Yeah. I probably did that on a rainy day, I think around 10 times. It always worked. <laughs> never got knocked out that's funny i've never i never yeah. even knew you could do that yeah you just mm-hmm. so i was like what come on i can at least get one i studied in, in the uh in the library a lot or sometimes because it raises both your knowledge and your guts mm-hmm. because everyone's just like saying you're a murderer even at the very end of the game when you're like everyone likes you um but there's like always a chance that you get distracted so you won't get you'll get knowledge but you won't get any guts but I kept getting, like, I only got distracted once out of, like, the 15 times I did it. It's like, okay, cool. So, knowledge and guts. Sweet. I like I like listening to the soundtrack because there's all these songs that, are like, we never heard before. It's like, where does this play? Where does this play? There's, like, a Juness theme in there. And there's also a um, the shopping channel uh, theme in, in Persona 5 as well. That's a thing I forgot to do. Yeah, you could you find a laptop and you repair it and then you could shop online, apparently. I didn't do that. But it has that has that jingle. Yeah, I was shocked that it wasn't the the TV shopping. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I was I was amazed. I was like, what? Yeah. And then if you play a crane game, it plays the Junus theme. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. But it's like but it's like a carnival electronic version. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's that's good. That's cool. That's a good cameo. So it's there. I like it. Speaking of cameos, which ones did you find? Does anyone find? Did anyone find like a really big cameo? I mean, the old, the obvious one is Risei's Risei poster, poster and Konamine. Uh, uh, mention I, of the Detective Prince mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mention of Chie on the channel. 
on the TV. That's what you got? Yeah. Um, I got one of Akari. Oh, from Persona 3? Yeah, she was... Oh, the Pink Power Ranger. Yeah, I got that one, too. And she was like, oh, she's also a college student. I'm like, she's still in college? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, well, since we figured out it's only been like two years since Persona th- uh, 4. Yeah. In the oh, timeline. because two. of the age? Cause, yeah, yeah cause the, the date age. is 20XX or something, yeah. right? So, Because at first we thought it was going to be like eight years after Persona 4. And we're like, oh, man, I can't wait to see uh, grown-up Nanako. It's going to be great. And it's only like two years after. Yeah. Was Ben, was there any you saw that, that we missed, or is there a hidden one somewhere? No, you covered, not only did you cover all the ones that I hit, I didn't see uh, the Yukari or Chie reference at all. The, so. the Chie reference was very subtle, but it was basically um, someone it, talking about a, a police, they're playing the police academy. Yeah, there's so it's like there's someone really uh, really amazing at the police kung, uh, academy, and she knows kung fu. It's like, well, that's obviously Chie. Oh, that's like all the extent of it? Yeah, because at the end of uh, her social link, she wants to be a police officer. And she knows Kung Fu. Um, And she knows Kung Fu. Interesting. Nothing quite like uh, visiting the the high school from Persona 3 and Persona 4, though. Yeah, I was was totally expecting Naruto to be there because there's a huge police presence in this game. Yeah. Well, I thought for sure, yeah, like... uh, I thought for sure when you went when, when you go to the trip to Hawaii, I thought for sure somebody from the past game would be there also on a school trip or something, because they lean so so heavily into that. Even in I think Persona Three, aren't there Persona Two characters or something? Uh, I thought Persona Three. There's Persona, Persona 3, Four characters on in Fez. Yeah, and Persona Three Portable, not Fez. Oh, there's the the girl teacher that replaces. Uh, whatever Moranchi or whatever his name is. Oh, okay. Uh, There's yeah. also Vincent from Catherine in the yeah, Bar. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so in the remake, we're probably going to see, you know, more cameos, more cameos, actual cameos, and hopefully the Hawaii trip's not boring. Yeah, you didn't do anything in the Hawaii trip. You you walked around no. a little bit. You walked around. It's like there's nothing to do here. You had a, you it's had a little like date. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it did feel really real to me though. Like it, they wouldn't. In real life, they wouldn't be relaxing right now. They'd be kind of freaking out about the circumstances, and it did feel like Japan. So, you know, I don't know. felt real, but it didn't hit the persona like, oh, fun field trip kind of deal. I didn't want to go out with Makoto either. I did e- go out was, with Makoto. It was either Makoto or Mishima, and I'm pretty sure that I was going out with Kawakami by then. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. Why can I pick her? Hmm. <laughs> Very strange. Very strange indeed. Question. Yo. Um... We're talking, um, did I, was I the only one who went into the game, like, not knowing the first, like, how the game worked, like, the first 15 minutes of the game? Because you guys already knew how the beginning of the game started, right? And knew kind of how the combat already went. Was I the only one who, like, Ben, did did you know some stuff before you went into it, or did... Yeah. No. Yeah, I had seen the, the first, probably, I don't know, 15 minutes of that game, uh, they did a demo and then they skipped ahead to uh, some of the Kamashita stuff. And so I, I had some idea of how things were progressing and, and how that game began. Yeah, I, wow. I knew I knew how the whole thing began. That's, that's crazy. Because I probably watched the same thing that he that Ben watched, and I was like, "Oh, thanks, game." Yeah, I went in. I went into it completely, basically fresh. I didn't watch anything. I only knew that the Velvet Room was a prison. Um, so the first fifteen minutes of the game blew my mind. <laughs> Yeah, the, I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because a complaint that that is not registering with me at all is people that are like, I can't believe how unbearably slow the beginning of Persona Five is, 
And I, I thought it worked really well. I liked the the sort of uh, scene that they had where Joker gets captured. I thought that was engaging. Uh, I thought Kamoshida was a very good sort of first arc. Um, and that they were introducing mechanics like at a pretty even rate. Because I, I think about the Persona 4 opening, and it's like, you don't do anything in that game for three hours. Yeah. So comparatively, uh, I thought it was much stronger. I, I gotta say but. the hook was like very good. Like that they they play that scene and you're immediately like, what? You're just hooked into that game. Wait, which which scene? Mm-hmm. The, 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 be- begin- beginning, the very beginning. The very beginning. Okay. And then you're just like, it's like you know, six months earlier or however. Yeah, oh, it right. doesn't even say. It just says earlier. I think it doesn't give you a time limit. And you're just like, what? What happens? And that just drags S- you to play the game. Someone called you out or whatever. Uh, one of your friends sold you out. We all know who. Yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> Asshole. Um, but I, I want to say, like, somebody made a point about this that the the first dungeon, just the way the the boss is set up and the hook and all that is not as good, or it's better than the rest. Like the the rest don't get better, especially with um, On's friend like committing suicide or trying to commit suicide, and you like sort of watch it happen almost. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this is really intense. Like I know in persona three you're like shooting yourself in the head and all that stuff and you know four is a murder mystery trying to solve all that stuff but like they just went right into it right off the bat like okay this is kind of what's going on here all right that was pretty intense i mean the girl that uh yusuke right yusuke 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 liked died this all right the beginning of the game yosuke yosuke i thought you were talking about yusuke man this is so confusing yosuke yeah yosuke yeah, the girl that he was wanting to go out with dies right at the beginning. It's like, whoa, okay, that's pretty intense. It well, but, but you, I think the difference is you don't see, see her it, die. Yeah. Like in five, you actually right. watch that girl like f- like fall off the building. I'm like, whoa. While I was watching okay. it, I totally thought like she was wasn't gonna do it. You know, I was like, oh, she's not. She's just threatening. You know, and then when she actually jumps out, you're right. It was just like, whoa, okay. Uh, I, I, I do agree with the sentiment, though, that they do a better job of, of contextualizing Kamoshida and his effect and how shitty he's making everybody's lives um, than a lot of the other characters. Because some of them I don't even remember. Like the gangster, I thought Kanashiro, was yeah. pretty throwaway. Um, even the Haru's dad storyline, I think, could have been better presented. Um, one exception that I would make is I really liked what they did with uh, Futaba and the pyramid and how this wasn't yeah. some outside figure figure being the antagonist here. It was her sort of internalizing this pain. Uh, I thought I thought the whole that whole palace and that whole uh, storyline was very well done. Yeah, that story arc was pretty, pretty grand. Um, I just yeah, it was weird because it was showing like how she felt on the inside. She couldn't control like you know mm-hmm. her instinct to push people away so and it was visibly shown in her cognitive world where she's trying to help him yep. but then suddenly they're in a trap and they're close to death and it's like oh wow yeah no it was i think it was a clever way to spin how persona normally does it like even in 4 it's like you go into a dungeon you awaken your persona and then you just keep doing that over and over and over but yeah i liked in 5 like you were saying but it was a little it was clever a little something different and it seemed like she even understood what was happening because obviously people like, oh, are the Phantom Thieves even real? But uh, Futaba was like, I know you guys are real. Please change my heart because I can't I'm go on inside. living like this <laughs> anymore. Also because she was spying on them. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, true. And yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the most adorable scenes in the entire game is when they go into uh, Sojiro's house and the lights go out and yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. they're all scared and Futaba's in the back. I, everything about that. 
scene worked for me. I think yeah. one of one of my favorite scenes is when they're trying to convince her, like, we need to like see you, like we need to give you this thing to like take your heart and like silence, silence, and then suddenly she bursts out and just like she's like, Okay, do it and they're like, Yep, that's that's not how it worked and she's like just slowly backs up, slams the closet door again. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh man. And that whole plot device um, of Sojiro finding out was the fact that she kept the calling card because it was memorable. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, that's nice touch. The calling card. The calling card. Yeah, what didn't she like misunderstand how it worked or something? Yeah, Wasn't, she actually that's what thought. I was yeah, about. she actually thought yeah, they, like they steal they steal her heart, like physically, like they walk in oh, and do, oh, yeah. oh, oh. do something. So no. that's why she burst out of the closet. No, no, but didn't wasn't there something like? Oh, I sent you a calling card. Now can don't. Oh yeah, she sends a calling card. It's like okay, now you can steal my heart. It's like no, that's not how it that's works. That's not how it works. Yeah, God. she yeah, yeah. So like the whole thing was she completely misunderstood what they were trying to do, and like part of the problem was they were trying to figure out how to get the information they needed from her because Alibaba doesn't want to be talked to. Alibaba, yeah, that whole thing was funny. Yeah, what's what's hilarious? <laughs> I think. Uh... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, God. Okay. Um, when you finish that dun- the Futaba dungeon and she falls asleep, I did it like when I had 20 days left to stop Midget because I totally <laughs> thought you had to do another dungeon after it. Uh-huh. And so the whole 20 days, I texted Taylor during this. I'm just like, Futaba is sleeping for so freaking long. <laughs> like, is she going to wake up or are we going to have to do this dungeon in one go? And it wasn't until she like wakes up and just completely destroys them i was like oh there was there was really no dungeon i'm i'm stupid Nothing. yeah that that just that is an awkward thing with persona structure and i had that happen a lot of times like i would try to finish the palace right away and then they'd have they they'd have this like it'd be like you said 20 days and they're like man i hope we don't get found out and like the game is trying to acknowledge that you have so much time before it can move on to the next thing yeah. but yeah. it feels yeah very artificial uh, the one thing i wanted to say about futaba real quick that i thought the game did an excellent job of is she is this this genius hacker girl who's who's very capable um but i think a lot of times when you have characters like that uh, that are exceptionally skilled uh even more so than the adults surrounding them they don't really feel like kids it's like they're just young Geniuses. adults they don't really have or exhibit a lot of the flaws that uh kids would have and i think futaba does that i think futaba still has a lot of kids in her uh where she talks a certain way but it's not overdone um there are certain situations where she kind of uh is an idiot just because she's not familiar with it and so i yeah i think they did a good job balancing that with her specifically i think that was like one of my favorite aspects of her personality is that yeah she is kind of weird and quirky and maybe a little socially inept in some ways and like going through her her social link was really funny because there there are parts where like yes I got the platinum trophy and I'm gonna see it ping in the corner just like stuff like that I like, think I yeah. leveled up fifty times yeah <laughs> I loved that where like life is just an RPG for her oh no well it was hilarious there was a D and D reference where she's just like I'm so lucky man I feel like if I roll one I could roll a twenty right now and I was like I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> Futaba. By the way, did any of you guys catch the Catherine? But she was never making those. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, did anybody catch the Catherine statue in her room? At some yeah. Uh huh. I thought that was funny. I never played Catherine, so I didn't. I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. She's technically a Yukari statue in there because she has a pink Power Ranger. That's true. Oh, Featherman. Hmm? Featherman, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Neo. Featherman. Neo Featherman. Neo Featherman. 
Sorry, what were you going to say, Ben? This is uh, where she talks about leveling up or rolling a 20, all that stuff. I think that is really hard to incorporate into the script because it become, can become like cloying so easily where it's like, all right, I get it. You're a nerd. Um, I think they did it just enough that it, that it was endearing. It never crossed the line uh, for annoying uh, to me, yeah. which I liked. Yeah. I remember when she started uh, texting emoticons and Maddie's like, she's quoting yeah. emoticons. I'm just like, she's doing emoticons. This lady has won the game. Yeah. I was like, I was, like, yes. I was just like immediately Mputaba okay. favorite character. She's, <laughs> her relationship between um, Yusuke is a, a great, by the yes. way. Stupid Inari. It's just another stupe. <laughs> stupe. <laughs> just, well, that was the conversation where she started using emoticons, where like Yusuke says something and she does an emoticon. And he's just like, I don't get what that means. And she does another emoticon. <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. Futaba. I take it that's everyone's favorite girl. Are we going to say who our favorite girl is now? I guess we might as well. Yeah. We got a question from Twitter. Let's do a Twitter question right now. Okay. Uh, who's your best girl from at Jace2Game? I'm I mean, not surprised that this is a question. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> okay. It's, it was, I think it was a joke question, but still, it's like, it's obviously going to be asked. Yeah. Um, I'm the only one who didn't pick someone different. Is, uh, we uh, don't know what Ben's is. I have a feeling I know who Ben's is. But we still don't know until ben, he says it. you're going to say yours first. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite character in Persona 5 is Futaba. Yeah. I like her a lot. But who, her storyline I, I liked the best. But yeah. who's your who's your waifu? Is it Futaba? Uh, I Now, especially after like so many years of, of Chiak jokes that I like <laughs> willingly played into. So it's, it's my own fault. But <laughs> honestly... I don't really get into the whole waifu thing as much as people think I do. Um, <laughs> she was, she's the one that I maxed. I did max out her confidant relationship. So, so did you not have a girlfriend for Persona Five? No, I did. She, she, I maxed out both on and then her. So I, I did both of them. Okay. So it is definitely Futaba. Yeah. But it's weird saying Futaba because she's 15, and that doesn't sit well with me either. <laughs> exactly. So. That's what I've been telling these guys. Yeah, but your character's 17. It's fine. It's fine. Or 16 True. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so we already know who Maddie's and Taylor's is. Well, I mean, if best girl, Futaba. Best character, Joker. Yeah, that's that's another Oh, interesting. Husband- why, why do you think Joker's the best character? husband though, Joker. Um... Man, that's going to be a really long conversation, so I think we should like continue this first, and then I could get into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to say anything that hasn't been said already. I will say, at first, I initially really, really liked Makoto because I felt like I could relate to her in a lot of ways because she was one of those people where she just sort of did what people told her to, and she would just go along with it, even if she didn't even if it made her mad or if she didn't really want to do it. And I felt like personally, that's like something I've struggled with. And I'm trying to change like this year very specifically is not just go along with the flow and really say what I feel. So when she awakened her persona, that was like maybe my favorite moment in the entire game. Cause mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, she's breaking free of all that crap. And she's just being who she is. And she's like a badass. She, her, her she's riding her persona. Her persona is a motorcycle. Like no other character. She is level two snow. <laughs> Is his name Snow? 
Snow. Ugh. Who's what's the Final Fantasy ten? Uh, Final Fantasy. Oh 13. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Snow. Yeah, his name is his I, name is Snow. Like, okay. First, I thought you were talk, maybe talking about Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. I'm like, what? What? No, a little too <laughs> because he rides Shiva as a like a motorcycle. That's, that's right. <laughs> so initially, I really, really liked Makoto, and I, I leveled her up as fast as I could. But then her social link was just bad. I, or not bad. I shouldn't say bad. I just she went back to the whole like honor student goody two shoes and like oh that's so boring why did you do that like have it be I, I know i just thought she'd lean more into the not listening to people stuff um but well, yeah i had she to, was more forceful with her friend that that's true she did give her a good old bitch slap just, yeah that bah! was pretty awesome <laughs> it's it's funny that you say that because makoto was one of my favorite characters as well and i still have a super positive impression of her but i didn't max out her social link however like one of the most disappointing moments in the game was seeing the conclusion of on storyline because i thought it was bad uh, we don't have to get into it now but uh, it's just on. maybe it was like, other people have disappointing resolutions too to I, just, on well. yeah, I just felt on wasn't well written it felt like no, it felt I like agree. it was like she wasn't you know explained enough. It felt like a really lame resay. Mm, okay, mm. but yeah, when I think of the characters as a whole, she's probably the like you said, yeah, definitely the least developed, the least probably a little bland, just sort of like a typical high school model girl. She's a blonde. She she's says blonde. totes. Get it? B l a n. Uh, blonde or yep. bland? Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, that was terrible. You, you, you can hit me now. Yeah. <laughs> but then, okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. She, so for for Ann's confidant, she she has this whole modeling thing that she's doing, and there's a competing model that she looks up to, but who totally mistreats her. Is a total bitch to Ann, and this is Ann's response. Wow, she was really mean to me, but I still love her. I still look up to her, and it's like, no, you went through this entire thing with Kamoshida, who was abusing people. And this is your response to the modeling thing? Like, these two storylines are completely opposed. Like, you, you're an entirely different character right now. We put so much effort into not letting this person take advantage of us. Like, wh- why, why are you doing this? Oh, that, I, I'm sorry. I just had to get it out. Yeah, no, yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, that was I good. Remember, I just remember the beginning of the, like that, that scene where the girl of other models like so what how do you exercise what do you eat what do you do this and it's like oh you know i eat snacks and sweets oh i don't exercise at all oh, i don't do anything she's like totally oblivious mm-hmm. and then then she uh, the other model just becomes a total bitch and it's like and then she's like i needed that i needed her to be a bitch at me and it's like no no yeah. <laughs> no that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that is uh, yeah that is certainly disappointing that's very very weird that that's how that ended yeah i didn't know <laughs> yeah. that's how it ended yeah. it was like I'm going to be a model and I'm going to work hard at it. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, like on its own, that might have been okay. But like Ben, like what you were saying, like when faced with what she deals with, like at the beginning of the game, outside of just the confidant stuff, like yeah, that's very weird. Mm-hmm. It was just awkward. I just, I just, I was finally, I was like, finally, because I wanted to get, even though I didn't, I wanted to get them to level ten so I get their next persona. Hmm. So I just got, got. Her, I got hers done really quick, because she was really easy to level up. Like everything you said, if you if you were just nice to her, you got three skill points yeah. every time. Nick Nick said on was easy. Yeah, on was easy. <laughs> on was easy, because she leveled up really quick every time. But uh, my girl's the most strangest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Kawakami, the teacher, is one of the best girls in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh Which boy, I think is. 
I just got to say, I think it's cool that there is such a, a wide breadth of different characters in this game for not only for confidence, but that you can date like the reporter, the the doctor, the fortune teller girl. Like it's just like what yeah. I just thought. <laughs> shogi yeah. player, yeah, shogi player. But she's young. These are the adults. Yeah, we're talking about the adult ones. Yeah. Like I like like the whole story with her is hilarious. Yeah, uh, Ryuji finds it is hilarious. Yeah, Ryuji finds. <laughs> I can't. A, 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 a maid service poster. I don't know. Does he find it in at school? No, I, I think he. I, I, I think thought, he just found it around town, and he was like, "Hey guys, we gotta call this. We gotta call." This. And I was like, "Okay, this is just a funny, funny moment." And I didn't do it for like the first couple of days, and then I did because I was leveling up Mashima. I was like, "Oh yeah, I could, uh, I could go do that." I did that, and the first thing that I, like when she pops up, I'm like, "No way, they're not doing this, are they?" <laughs> because it's like she's like, "You look kind of young. Your skin's like perfect." And it's like I'm in college. And it's like really. Master. And th- uh, yeah, and then they she hears Ryuji, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And then she's like, "Sakamoto, Mishima." No, it's Sakamoto. 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 <laughs> and then she just looks at you, is like, "Oh, it's you." Turn and around. Turn around. Big reveal. What? <laughs> like, how can you not notice it was him? I mean, he's pretty. I know original. he's pretty noticeable. He's got his sweet hipster glasses. He doesn't need. Yeah, but like- I loved with Kawakami where she is like hinting that she has this serious reason for uh, moonlighting as a maid. And she does, but she lies, lies about it. She has this sick sister. And then she's like, yeah, I don't, that's not true. Just, <laughs> Cause that's how, that's how social links tend to go where they, they have that one reason. And I thought it was just such a hilarious moment when uh, Kyle Common is like, Nope, that's, that's not what's going on. Not going on. I'm actually being extorted. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I take a nap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like how many times she's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm using you. So, like, don't call me because I'm using you. Like, yeah. stop. And it's like, no, I'm just going to keep, I'm just calling, gonna keep you. calling you. I just want to throw my money away. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, I see your level 10 ability. I'm going to get that. <laughs> That's his reason. <laughs> it was an amazing ability. Yeah, yeah. You First, you, you, you get the massage, and then you make her make coffee, and then you go do something else. It's perfect. Yeah. And it's all free because you're level 10. But, oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I should have been making coffee. Ah, oh, man. But um, the, I just I just found that like like you as you said like she was lying about her sister or sister part and then like the, her character grows and then when you start going out with her you you don't know this until you start going out with she's always she's worried that you're gonna get caught or how how they're gonna act and everything like that and she's like really she starts acting like a high school student and it's really funny you saw it yeah and I saw you watched the the, watch yeah. the scenes and it's like. When I was watching Futaba's romantic scenes, I'm like, this is, this is weird. This just feels awkward. But then uh, hers is like more like more real to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was funny. And uh, once once the final thing that she says when you're leaving is that you should move out, get your own place when you graduate high school, so I could do I'll do all your household chores. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, I'll okay. wait for you. I'll, I'll, like, I'll wait for you. So I thought that that relationship was funny or was the best. I don't know about the doctors. I don't know about. I was anyone really close else. to going out with the doctor. I will say that, but as soon as like I selected it and I got that text, it's just like we need to talk. I'm just like this is just too awkward for me. I went back and remade my mind because I happened to say right before I went in for level nine, and I was like, it's just the older women are just. It's just like too awkward for me. I can't do that. Well, technically, they're younger than us, but no, not you. Yeah, but me I'm talking to me. But uh, 
Another thing that threw me off with Kawakami is that at the beginning of the relationship, she was all like trying to stop doing the master thing. She like catches herself. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm just used to doing that. But at the end in the Valentine's scene, she like calls herself, it's like, you're my master and all that and being all flirty. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be flirty? Calling, like, you're, 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 I'm, you're my maid or it's like, it was confusing. Cause that's like their thing. Yeah. It's their thing at the end, but the mm-hmm. beginning, it didn't seem like it was, they wanted it to be the thing. Hmm. Well, but it was fun. It was funny. What I do want is more scenes with the cast members. There are more funny scenes. Not, not. I'm not talking about romantic stuff. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. I'm talking just like you know, the like the bathhouse scene or the wait. There was there no. Was a, there was no bathhouse scene. But there was in the. Wasn't there one in? Uh, in the trailer, the sh- in the, not the trailers. They were showing off footage like the first time, and they had a bathhouse scenes with Ryuji. Do you remember this, Ben? Yeah, I remember. It was in fact as I was going into the bathhouse, I kept expecting a scene with Ryuji, but it never came. There was a scene uh, with Ryuji. Was was there a scene with Ryuji in the bathhouse? Yeah, it was just Ryuji and Yusuke because Anne had to go home, and that's all you had at your party at the time. How did you get that? How did you? It was part of the story. I don't. I don't remember that. They went. They, I don't remember either. Oh yeah, no. sorry guys. Yeah, it was like it was. Um, I think they were like trying to talk about their next move because it was only Yusuke at the time, and um. They I, they couldn't figure out anything, oh, so yes. they went to the bathhouse to think. Now. And Anna, they were like, "Oh, you want to come?" She's like, "Nah, guys, I gotta go do a modeling thing oh, later." Yes. Okay, and then okay, Ryuji okay. yells at yeah, the yeah, old yeah. man. It's like, "Stop! It's hot yeah, enough." Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, yeah, there we go. They're trying to yeah. ignore, and then the Ryuji does there, Ryuji things. There needed to be more scenes like that, like the when they stayed at the Magi Inn in Persona Four. Oh my god! They needed something like that. Yeah. Talking talking about the 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 like fun times, the, like they the fireworks thing gets yeah. rained on. That actually was yeah. pretty funny, and, yeah. And then yeah, Han does that thing, right? That and, and then you, they go to Hawaii, and like you guys said, like no one's really that into it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that is the one thing I'll say that maybe is what, what holds it back from me liking it persona it less than persona 4 or whatever is yeah those those fun moments where you just get to have fun with the characters yeah like it's weird like oh cool let's have a fun fireworks event and it gets rained out like they don't do anything afterwards. yeah then they just yeah, go, they home. go into a store and we're like oh, i think we guys should go home yeah that's okay that's yeah that was kind of lame and then the hawaii like the hawaii i feel like that was the perfect opportunity for like crazy antics because it's like all right guys let's sneak out or like let's go surfing or let's go hit on some girls or something well, but well, they didn't technically- really do any of that the thing is, uh, they, I did really like the scene where Anna's uh, staying in your room and kind of the conversations that they have there. Yeah, um, uh-huh. I thought I thought that stuff was all right. I totally forgot about that. Oh, and actually, and now that you mentioned, Mishima it. gets sick because he drank the Hawaiian water. Right, <laughs> forgot about that. But they did add something to the relationships. Now they added three dates you could go on. Yeah, which, which I didn't know about because I just assumed it was like Persona Four, where like, oh, if you just go out, nothing happens, and so I just didn't do that. But you went on a couple. I went on two dates. I I underestimated the amount of time I had left. <laughs> so uh, I only went on two dates and I was saving my room for the last. So I never got to see the my room scene. Yeah, I went on all three. It was it was like. You also had a lot of time having a girlfriend. So. Oh, oh yeah, that too. And because I had the night thing. Because oh, yeah. she would give me a massage and then I would be able to. I would be ask able to. Out. I would be able to ask her out right after. Uh, that's but, funny. It's, yeah, it's really funny. Um, it's like the first one was like we went to a museum and she was like a teacher. The second one was like a date, and the third one is the room one. So it's like 
Yeah, it was like the, you know, in Persona 4, uh, Christmas Eve, they go into your room. Oh, yeah. It was like that. Oh, Oh, Naoto. But there was was a scene, there is a scene with your girlfriend in the cultural festival as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go on stage. Well, I don't know if it's for everybody, but with with mine, it was with Makoto, and you could, she would go on stage and... And he was like, I love you, Makoto, or Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Wait, was Futaba... There was at that time? Ma- I don't no, it wasn't. She wasn't. She was so on. actually, Har- it was Haru. Haru got brought up to the stage, and I had to yell, I love you, just to distract them from targeting her with a bunch of questions. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Because mine was after the festival. Um, she would. She walked up to me, and then she's like, we have time. Do you just want to hang out? And they just talked. I, I, I got that. Yeah, and then we just talked about random stuff and how she's worried about me, about being the phantom thieves because she knows i'm a phantom thief oh. and she's just really worried that we're gonna be found out and then you could say like can i lay on your lap and she's like no not at school and then walks away <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny i think that was that the that's, kawakami and uh, that relationship the relationship was actually written really well from what i'm hearing from you yeah it's really it's just funny because it's just like i could say really <laughs> silly stuff can and she's, she's, she's always like no not here can't do that at school maybe <laughs> at your house though but not here i don't know she said uh it's like you know what you just said. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, I don't mind that, but just not at school. Nice. Mm. I was like, it's funny. I'm Did, curious. What? Who? Like, let's go. Who got what to ten? Uh, first, I want to know if Ben had any funny scenes on the culture festival. At the culture festival, it played out with me. The same thing played out with Haru, where she was called up to the stage, and I had to say that I loved her uh, in order to dodge the questions. Interesting. I never got. And that. then yeah. she's all like, "She's all like, I can't believe you said that." And you're just like, "I just had to save you." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. So it played out in a nearly identical fashion for me. Yeah. Um, the people that I got to ten, I only got two relationships actually up to ten uh, during my first playthrough. It was On and Futaba. Wow. Two. Mm. I got uh, Ryuji. Very close. I think he was nine. Hmm. Uh, I, I got Futaba, Sojiro, Kawakami, Doctor, On, and I... Th- oh, wait. No, I got Hifumi up to ten as well. I'm sorry. Oh, the Shogi player? Yeah. Yeah, the Shogi player. That's right. And, then, of course, Morgana and... Say, oh, the ones that are natural. And, oh, Akechi. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are the obvious ones. But those are the ones... Sojiro that- was oh, so tough for me. I felt like he that relationship took just forever to progress. Yeah. Uh, so what I noticed is when Futaba came, it was a lot easier. Yeah. Like I, at the beginning, it took forever. I did ever. I got mm-hmm. Sojiro up after Futaba was was, ba- was in the group, and uh, it was really fast for me. So I got, um, I got Sojiro, doctor, teacher, uh, shogi player, gamer kid... Um, I forgot Mishima. Oh, I hated that kid. Dude, that kid... <laughs> no, that storyline was actually the best. Man, I gotta really? explain that storyline. It's so good. Um, And Makoto. Mishima. And Mishima. Wow. Yeah, I got a lot. I got seven people to ten besides the natural tens. Hmm. Okay. I'm still wondering how she did that. It's because I'm... Okay. Because she's godlike? I'm she's godlike. godlike. Um, let's see. What did I do? So I had... For me, it was Makoto, Futaba, the teacher, or not the teacher, the doctor, the shogi player, and I, I want to say that was it, because then the, the rest, I, oh no, and Haru, but I didn't... I can't uh, believe you got Haru to 10. Yeah, I'm amazed you got Haru to the 10 at the beginning, at the, the first place. There, was, there were just, like, long stretches where I, either I beat a palace early or something, and I was able to just 
knock it out because everybody else was already at 10. I'm like, she's got really good abilities, so I'm going to try to level her up as much as I can. Um, I think five. Was there other ones? There, I didn't really... I, I tried to balance everything else out. I tried to get everybody at least to three so everybody could pass the baton and stuff like that. And then there were others that I got to like seven or relatively high just so I could have whatever their extra abilities. I would have never yeah, I did, maxed them out. Oh, I got the top of a 10 too. I so didn't even eight. get the journalist. I didn't get uh, the psychic or the politician. Didn't even, really? Or the gamer kid. That's I didn't even touch those. Wow. Uh, I really liked the politician storyline quite a bit. I invested. I got him to like five. I only did it to get money because he's really good for getting money. Yep. The, the cool thing about getting to level 10 is that at the end of the game, they give you items that you do in your new game plus and you get certain abilities immediately once you get the confidant. Uh, once you get that confidant. Oh, wow. So, uh, so you could get massages. You get massages the game. instantly wow. right at the beginning of the game. Um, uh, the gun, you get the gun abilities with the kid. Dude, I am so happy I got that kid to 10 because his gun abilities can, like, break the game. It's it's crazy. Yeah, many broke the game with guns. She's I, like, she, she just praised <laughs> guns so I much. praised guns so often because the very first ability you learn, um, how far did you talk to the game kid at all, Ben? Yeah, I, I think I got him to three or four, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay, so you literally got him to where he's, like, really mean and upset and yeah, not himself. Yes. Right, okay. Well, so you know that the first ability you get down shot is basically you use spend some of your ammo and you can instantly down an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, as you progress, you could get um, bullets are increased by, like, twice. So, like, Joker's 16 bullet pistol becomes a 32 bullet pistol. Um. And then eventually you could pierce resistances, like gun resistances with his with his gun. And then like Criticals. Yeah. And then um you crit often. Like I could just use three bullets against three enemies and usually I'll crit all three and bring them down. Jeez. Well, then, <laughs> and what, it does a lot of damage. What's the gun all out attack that you could start at the beginning of the, the battle? Oh, and bullet hail. Yeah. Bullet hail that was um I think 10 is when it was all like, yeah, bullet hail does even more damage. Bullet hail, you have a chance when you ambush an enemy to start a bullet hail, which means you all automatically surround the enemy and you can fire. You press X rapidly to fire your gun. At the beginning, you bring all enemies down to like three quarters of their health. But if you get him all the way, you bring him, You can bring them down to half their health, regardless of what level they are. So if you yes. get like, you know, <laughs> you get that, you get that uh, Mara, sweet, sweet Mara. And you get a bullet hail. You could bring him and his slimes all the way down to half health before oh, you even attack. Battles. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it seems so cheap. And so when I got his, uh, I got his little uh, item for level ten. Nick was like, "Oh, what? it probably doesn't give you everything." And I look at it, it's like all gun abilities are unlocked. Just like sweet, sweet. That's... I got all my gun stuff. This is definitely a game you can new game plus just instantly. Oh, I yeah. think I'm going to because there's so many. Yeah, extra things. Like, I, I want to know what's up with the fortune teller. Like, I talked to her, like, once. I have, I don't know anything about her. Yep. This new game plus is where you get all the confidence to 10. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then you go, out with, all then the you go out with everyone. Yep. You go out with everyone. I, I, th- I think on a second playthrough, I could totally get into that mindset where I'm just trying to see what everybody can give me. But on that first initial playthrough, it's just, do I like you? Am I interested in what's going on in your yeah, story? Yeah, totally. Like, that, that informs everything. For sure. So, so that's what, 
that's what I do with that's what I'm gonna do with Cold Steel is now oh, I'm gonna boy. do another playthrough, but this time I'm gonna do all bonding events, which I who who do you hate the most in Cold Steel? People are gonna hate me, but I do not like Machias. Yeah, that's fair. I can see it. Um, I kind of I don't dis- like Machias. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about the main cast? And we're talking about one, right? We're not one, talking yeah. Let's talk about all. one. Okay. Um, but we're talking like only main cast. Like any enemies? Can we hate or just? Oh, you can always hate enemies. Okay, okay. So main cast. Um, that's hard. I, wow, I don't really like. Don't I really don't not like any of them? But probably the lowest would be Machias. Wait, I didn't level up Machias or Usus at all. I mean, I, I leveled Usus. I like Usus. Actually, I didn't level up mm. Fee at all. So I guess that's I didn't really off. care. That's crazy. I didn't really care that's about cool. Fee. We're talking about Cold okay, Steel yeah. Persona. Persona 5. <laughs> no, what I, was, what I was gonna say before we get too far down a confidant rabbit hole, we one thing we definitely wanted to talk about was comparing Persona 5 to 4. And just No, just the game, period. Like I thought we wanted to do were, a, another a, one. That's, that's at the end. That's at the end? Okay, fine. But I thought we were going to do uh, Persona 5 against... That's that's later, too. Okay, we're okay, still okay, talking okay. about Persona 5, man. Okay, yeah, I talk, well, okay, talk about it this all day. Right. We're not... <laughs> I told you that this is going to be a long one. All right. The, um, I wanna actually want to talk about this, because we didn't talk about this in the last spoiler cast. The soundtrack. The sa- yes. The soundtrack is amazing in this game. Yes. I... Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember playing it on PSX, and I was hearing the battle theme. I hated it. I did not like it at all. And then I started listening to it again, and I was like, I love this battle theme so just much. like 10 hours into the game, you're just like, this battle theme fits. Persona, somehow. Yeah, Persona <laughs> has the weirdest battle themes that somehow fit in every single one. Yeah, they I, just work. They just work somehow. Like, I remember playing Persona 4, and I'm like, this is not a battle theme. What is this Same. song? And then I love it. Forever. Yeah. I want to talk. Actually, I'm surprised at how many um, boss battle themes, how many different kind of like boss battle themes there were in Persona Five, because or like five. Uh, f- yeah, around five. Around yeah. five of them. Um, and if you count, have- if you count your Persona Awakening, because you usually have a mini, like kind of a boss after that, that's kind of a boss theme. Persona Awakening. And I bet you Taylor likes those themes because they have riffing guitars. <laughs> yeah, I just... Wait, who doesn't like riffing guitars? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I don't Ta- know. Okay, Taylor has like an affinity for them. She loves them. Oh, yeah. Anything with that, he'll He's love resistant it. to get riffing guitars. Yeah. Pretty I think much. I said the wrong word, didn't I? You said affinity, yeah. I didn't mean to. No, I know what you mean. I, I enjoy that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, none immediately come to mind... Mainly because I'm in the middle of playing Cold Steel right now, so oh. all, I only have those songs stuck in my head. But which also has uh, a great soundtrack. Yeah, it does have a great soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's very different. Like we were listening before this started, we were listening to the Persona Three uh, and Persona Four soundtrack, and it's like super like hip hoppy, jazzy, like fun, upbeat, and like I think one thing that we were all saying is like Persona Five is a little bit more subdued. Like when you're just walking around, it's very kind of chill. Every you know? song is like that. Except for the Maid Cafe song. That's not like that at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. What I was kind of sad about. Well, not sad. More like sad that they didn't kind of agree with me. It was uh, My favorite song is... The, no. My favorite song is <laughs> the calling card song. 
when you send the calling card and you go into the palace, you know, security's at 99%. Mm, that's, that's a very good one. That is my favorite song in the entire game. The one with lyrics is even better for me. And I'm like, oh, man, this song is so good. And all Nick and Taylor are just like, oh, yeah, the, the trailer song. I'm like, no, don't think of it as a stupid trailer song. Okay. I No, I, I didn't mean that in a negative way. Me I actually, I, re- I like that song. That's outside of maybe the reveal song or the intro song. And when you start the game with the intro movie song, like that's probably my second favorite song it's a really game. good song it's, I know, it's just, it's just, it just sucks it's, it's known as the trailer song in your minds you know and yeah just i feel like you guys playing it beforehand kind of didn't let you meh. okay yeah playing it beforehand yeah what do you mean i mean when i played the because i played the be- beginning of the game and i was like whoa mind blown got a play for 12 oh, more well, hours oh you're saying like when we played it at psx yeah. psx like, was the i couldn't second hear palace. squat it was too loud it was for the me second palace one yeah that's where i know but like i was talking about like wow could you believe the first 50 minutes of the game and both of you are just like oh we already knew what happened and i was no, like what that's because that was on my part i didn't mean to i i was watching i was trying to look for gameplay or something and it played i was like okay, it's, i was watching it and it played like the beginning of it beginning of the game like and then i read a comment like oh this is the beginning of the game way to spoil it atlas i'm like oh thank you <laughs> so what do you think about the soundtrack ben uh i loved the soundtrack a lot i think something that the persona 5 soundtrack did better than persona 3 and persona 4 i mean they, they obviously used uh jazz and r&b as kind of their centerpiece uh like with persona 4 there's definitely this pop vibe and with persona 3 there's this hip-hop vibe like you guys were saying but i think they did a better job of like not just sticking to that theme but fitting the tone of what was going on i don't think they were as committed to that theme a lot of times because like the, the battle themes were still like very rock heavy um which was appropriate uh but also just the way that they they made the city feel uh, like beneath the mask at night, hearing that yeah. uh, kind of had that seductive quality to it that that I liked. Um, and when it's raining, like there's no lyrics, it's just yeah. piano. Yeah, it's good. Whew. Yeah, I've been listening to it at work all like a lot. <laughs> I listened to it yesterday, and after I got out of class, I started crying. Because so like, you just beat the game. I know, but exactly. So that's the soundtrack. I was just like, oh man, this like oh, the feels. Ah. I remember when Taylor was was uh, getting to the catchy part where catchy oh, yeah. shows off that he's a traitor. Um, Wait, like the the betray the betrayer yeah. part? Okay. Yeah, he shows me this picture. He's like, look at this face. And right when I got that text, the credit song to Persona Five started playing, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, it was like emotional. Yeah, it was like perfect timing because I was just at work and that started playing. Ugh. Yeah, the feels of the uh, the soundtrack definitely gives you like those the the feels. You you kind of remember what's happening in the game when that each song plays. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I think it's. I don't know. For me, maybe I did because you guys listen to it. Maybe I just don't listen to it as much as you. But it doesn't. I don't know. I like I like stuff that's a little more upbeat. So for me, I think I still like Persona Four a little bit more, just because most of those songs are like fun, upbeat, like poppy or whatever. And four or in five, it's like it totally fits the tone. Like it totally fits what's happening, like perfectly. There's nothing wrong with it. But if we were to just like straight up compare your personal like, preferences, that, you like the yeah. upbeat more. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny because one of my favorite songs is called Alley Cat. Yeah, I don't know why and that's your very, favorite it's very, song. It's like it's like. 
uh, it's like this. It's a one of the sad moments of, mm. in the games. It usually plays that like a sad confidant story or something like that. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I just really like. I really enjoy it. it. Like it's sad, but it's also like has this like positive feeling to it for some reason to me. I don't <laughs> know why. That's when you're talking to confidants. So it's like they're always they always have those like sad dips, but you're always you always uplift them somehow. Yeah. I, know? I know where I know. I've listened to the the soundtrack enough that I know like where every song is in this in the game. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love listening to like a battle like a big battle theme and then like right after it shuffles and it goes to the romantic scene song and I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. <laughs> um currently my playlist and my shuffle playlist it goes from the song regret so it like plays whenever you know you you beat that that request in mementos and they're just like oh i'm so sorry blah 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 like oh i'll be a better person but it's playing that like sad song and then it goes from that i'm just like i I was again i was listening to that yesterday i was just like oh my god why and then it goes immediately to my favorite song i'm just like yes i was still i was like yes i was like this game is just too good it's well it's kind of amazing like sometimes how well it matches the mood like for you're just talking about the mementos like the mementos theme just immediately popped in my head it's very simple there's like not much to it but it's like that dingy like gross you kind of get like a dingy gross vibe from it and like that's kind of what mementos is you're like just scrounging around the subway and it's like um dark and like as you go further like it gets more and more creepy yeah so yeah i uh i could see how it it all just blends well. Definitely does. My, my my alarm for the morning is beneath the mask. Oh, my God. How does that even wake you up? Because it's loud and there's vibrations next to my okay, pillow. Okay, that's true. It should be the calling card song. I'm going to change that to mine, actually. <laughs> wake you up. Got to get ready. To- Got to get ready. Got to go. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, but my ringtone is um, Last Surprise, which is the battle theme. It fits perfectly because it is it right before it starts singing, it stops. Didn't you change mine to my song though? What's your song? You know, life will change. No, but you you did it in front of me. I changed it. I was uh, like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I can, but I didn't. Okay, that's okay. I forgive okay. you. So, how would you rank this soundtrack compared to four, Maddie? We are well, already we already we know already Taylor's. Know Taylor's. Yeah. Um, compared to four, that now that's really hard for me because like my junior year of high school was all Persona 4, so, like, I have a lot of fond memories of just listening to that soundtrack in class, and, you know, it's only been a day of having the soundtrack for me. And dancing all night. And dancing all night. There's two. <laughs> um, mm, that's hard. I want to... S- I'm going to throw the same question at you, Ben. <sighs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It's... <sighs> It's hard because I've played Persona 4 and I'm just more familiar with that music. Yeah. It's like it's been in so many games, you know, it's been in two fighting games, a dancing game, a Vita version. Um, It's been all over the place. In an anime. Yeah, exactly. Where like those songs are more distinct to me, but I think just fitting the mood, like you guys said, uh, the, the soundtrack blended with what was going on better in Persona 5, and so I think it might be stronger, but I need to spend more time with those songs, just listening to them on their own. Like, on their own, I might like Persona 4 better, uh, soundtrack-wise, but in the game itself right now, I like 5. 
He just summed that up for me so perfectly. Ditto. Yeah, I, I enjoy both. I just like no comparison. No, oh, you I, can't. You can't compare. I can't compare because they're so different. Like, like I can listen to Almighty, uh, the Almighty. You know, da 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, that song, and then I can compare it to Rivers in the Desert, and it's like they both have a different tone, but they're both awesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It's it's interesting what you were saying, Ben, about how like five, I feel like five definitely fits the the vibe of the game more. It fits what's going on, like for lack of a better word, Persona Four is like more video gamey. If that makes sense, yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> like I'm just I'm like thinking. Well, it's yeah because as you're running around, for example, after school and it's like sunny and it's playing like you know your affection. It's like you know there's lyrics and everything like you know all upbeat. Well, just, yeah, there's um. Actually, is there any? Of- I don't think as you're running around, besides beneath the mask at night, hmm. you're not. There's no really lyrics. Like when you're running around Shibuya, it's like yeah, that's it. Ooh, I like that song. Yeah, that's fun. I think that's the only like vocals really when you're running around. Yeah, there's a lot of vocals in four. Now that I think about it, I know all those songs by heart. You do. I do. It's kind of crazy how how you know all the it's lyrics. It's kind of king crazy. One oh! might say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Persona 4 Dancing All Night joke for those who don't get it at home. (laughs) Yeah. These guys are addicted to that game. Or Maddie is, at least. I'm 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 nowhere near Maddie's level, but I do enjoy that game. Game's a fun game. Got the platinum. So, could, do you think you're, you're able to play Persona 4 after this? I, I want to. I, like, I, I'm in the middle of Cold Steel and I want to beat, I want to go through that and two. But I really want to go back to four and see if you it can. holds up like I think it will. Like obviously, I think the battle system and the dungeon design is like way, way, way better in five. Like the flow is just so much snappier and more fun. But man, I, I just like you're saying you live for those like fun character moments, and there's just so many more in four that yeah, I don't know. It'd be tough. It's shorter too. Like it's easily. 30 hours shorter? Yeah. Easy, like, maybe it's like even a 60-hour game if you're playing through it for the first it's time. kind of amazing because I remember playing Persona 3 Fez, and I got it like 110 hours on that game, and I don't know how. Did I didn't you, do anything did extra. Did you like Oops, I didn't dead do time it a lot? I did not dead time it. Okay. No. I think I dead time it once with your birthday. Oh. When, when we went to that. When we went to the, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, or if you guys don't know what dead time is, is what we call when we leave the game on and it just records our time and we're not really doing anything. Or just like in the main menu, like not the main menu, but like that menu screen. Yeah, we just call that dead time because we have a history, or we have a friend, Connor, who is notorious <laughs> at doing that. He has like files. That happened to me a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has files that are like 999 hours because he just leaves oh, everything geez. on. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Yeah. He would leave them on for like literally days at a time. Yeah. Like... Oh, wow. Yeah, my, my clock for Persona 5 was at 120 hours, and I don't think that is correct. It's probably closer to like 110 or something. Okay. Question. What difficulty yeah. did you play it at? I played on normal. Um, just... Just because whenever I'm reviewing a game, I play on normal because we try to... Do it faster? I don't know. Maybe? No, no, not do it faster. Just give the most, like, this is what most people are going Ah. to experience it as kind of perspective, uh, the most common perspective, I guess. 
And it sometimes, depending on the review and how early we get it, we get to go back and try other difficulties. Sometimes I don't. Like Persona 5, I pretty much just played on normal. Uh, I didn't really mess around with any other difficulties at all. That's fair. That's a long game. <laughs> it is long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I played it. Played it. I'm playing it on hard. I played it on hard. I'm playing. I think I'm starting to do every game on hard now because I'm playing Trails of the Sky second chapter on hard. And holy crap, is that hard? But um, there's these. There's some moments where you get you get you get surprised. Oh and yeah. You get surprised and you're like, well, I lost because the monsters know your weakness and then hit you with it, hit Joker with it once and then hit you with it again and you're dead and the game's over. And you're like, oh, well, okay, that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that happened to me a lot, but I never got like really mad at it. I was like, okay, I, just, I deserved that. Let me replay it. Like at the beginning of... I deserve to get one-shotted. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, because I didn't, because I wasn't paying attention and they got and they surprised me. Um, hmm. The um, Futaba's Palace is a perfect example um at the beginning you know when she traps you and you go down in the pits and you have to climb back out of mm-hmm. it did you get surprised there a lot i think i replayed it six or seven times wow because i would do it and then i'll get to the end and then there's always this one guy that always got me just popped out of nowhere hit me and then i would get surprised and, and die and i'm like really come on <laughs> And I just played it multiple times. I think it took me like three hours just to get out of that place. Wow. That's funny. That's insane. I also played on on hard. And um, the only time I really... uh, I don't think I've ever actually like gotten surrounded and immediately died. I've always managed to somehow survive being surrounded. Um, What gets me is like I'll surprise like, you know, the on fire red guys, right? And I'm like, okay, I I got this. But I'll make like I usually... (laughs) I've made one careless mistake and they'll get through. Like I won't act, I won't kill him when I thought I'd kill him and I didn't like prepare right or I didn't put the de- defense up or you, or you know. didn't check who was going next. I didn't check who was going next exactly. And then the guy would be like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to use, you know, and for example, Kamoshida's Palace where you have to like get this key to like finish the last stretch. You have to defeat like a mini boss. I he just goes uh, double thing. Boop boop and I just instantly died. <laughs> and that happened 3 times. I was like like, no, mm. but I can do it. Like, I didn't want it. I had no motivation to change the difficulty lower. I was just like, I know I can do this. I'm just not preparing it right. You know the mini boss in Futaba's Palace where it's like a big coffin and it like summons like these is that snake the one, ladies? Is that the one oh, that, yeah. that turns you into a rat? Yeah, the one that turns you into a rat. <laughs> Squeak! All right, so that one I had to redo multiple times. So did I. Uh, what would happen is you would turn someone into a rat and then do Deathbound. This Bam! And it would kill everyone instantly. Just wow! And I was like, man, I'm just getting really unlucky, aren't I? That I happened to, I had to defeat that boss four times because I defeated it, and I'd go later, and I was trying to get to a safe room, and I think twice I accidentally. Oh, so I did die when getting surrounded. Twice I got surrounded, and then I instantly died. I was like, great, I gotta play that stupid boss over again, and I had to kill that boss four times because of just careless mistakes I did. By the end, I learned my lesson. Yeah. Taylor's shaking your head. It's like, how can you play a game like that? It's like, well, I like feeling accomplished. So, so, Ben, I'm curious if how you feel about this subject. So we were having this conversation before where I don't like difficulty in menu-based games because it, it like, I'd rather have it be like a skill thing, like in a Dark Souls or like a Mega Man game where it's like, if you die, it is totally your fault. Like you, the way mm. you control your character and the way you're like reacting and stuff like that. Whereas when it's menus, it's like, I don't, I mean, there's obviously a level of strategy to it, but like that to me, that doesn't, 
I don't get the same same feeling of accomplishment as I do in more of like a dexterous type of game. Like, do you feel the same way at all, or indifferent, or are you kind of on their side? I feel very differently because it's it's taking a different approach uh, in a, in a sort of skill based or reaction based game, like you're saying. Uh, it's in the moment how you're able to respond and, and change your strategy on the fly. And that certainly happens with turn-based RPGs, but I like all of the, all of the reward comes from how well you prepare. Um, you know, the personas that you fuse ahead of time, how many SP recovery items you have, uh, who you choose to bring into battle, and then seeing how that plays out. And then when it goes perfectly, when it goes just as expected, or when you don't struggle to get through a palace or you don't struggle with the boss, it's because of that, pre-work that you put in ahead of time um and i i get a lot of satisfaction out of that personally but so may not be for everyone i suppose so if you could play persona 5 again would you without like any limitations would you have played it on hard yeah absolutely i think so um and it's it's weird because i didn't have any difficulty at all with persona 5 until the very 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 final dungeon uh, where it was just kind of an onslaught of boss fights uh, yeah. again and again and again. That definitely tripped me up a little bit. But until that point, um, it wasn't too easy. The game definitely pushed back. But yeah, if I if I, if I I do play through again, I will play through on hard for sure. I will say, because I just had an instance of this in Cold Steel, I can kind of see where you're coming from, Ben, on the preparation part. Because there's this fight in... Cold Steel. I'll wrap it wrap back around to Persona Five, but there's this fight in Cold Steel where this boss does this like AOE attack and it confuses everybody. And the only way to combat that is to have items on that prevent confusion. Otherwise, you're just like killing each other and like the fight's impossible. Um, but in Persona Five, I feel like there were so many times like uh oh, sorry, I guess we're gonna. No, no, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, there, there, like, I tried it, actually. Like, there was, it, there were certain palaces where I fo- felt like it was a little easy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to crank this up. Let me try it on hard. And I can't remember what boss it was. I want to say it was the... the, um, the I think the, it was the painting one. Weren't you... It was, yeah. It was the painting was one where he's got, the, he's got the two eyes and the mustache and the mouth. Yeah, that's right. Um, and... I just felt like I, I tried that fight four times on hard, and I felt like no matter what I tried, just no strategy was working. I was trying different. I was putting on different buffs. I was trying to focus in different ways, and I'm just like I'm having zero fun with this. So I'm just gonna. It it, it had like you said been some challenge, um, but like when it gets so difficult that it just becomes un. It, there's just no fun in it for me. So. Sure, yeah, I totally get that. Um, with those bosses in particular, I think some are done better than others because there's kind of this... You, they all have a trick, right? And you have to figure out the trick. Um, they're not standard JRPG boss battles. Like, you have to send somebody off and do something. Uh, and I think, like I said, I think if the way that they present some of those scenarios isn't super well done where it's a little bit unclear. I definitely had boss fights in persona five where it was like, wait, what am I supposed to do here? And I just had to take, I had to fight them several times just to figure out what the game wanted. And so that can be a little irritating. Um, Like the ballista. But yeah. I I love how you Uh, had trouble with that. No. Okay. So I think the game bugged out on me. All right. I shot the ballista once 
it hit, hit her down. Hit 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 down. Hit Chie down, yeah. Um <laughs> and um I attacked her and everything and then she gets back up. I never got another ballista. I was never never able to get another ballista. The game just didn't allow me to do it. And I'm like, what's going on here? And Futaba just obviously doesn't like you because no, no, you Futaba, don't like her. No, Futaba sent another ballista, but I wasn't able to send someone to do it. And that's weird. Futaba kept saying, go use the ballista. I'm like, I can't. I can't use the ballista. And I just died. And then the second time I played, huh. then I was able to do it. That's interesting. Hmm, weird. Um, I... I- you, you want to continue your point? No. Okay, because okay, I, I was going to go into the boss fights. I kind of liked how each boss fight had a different, like, way of approaching it. For, like, Madarame, you had the paint, and you had to, like, you know, attack certain pieces of his painting differently. For Kaneshiro, you had your stupid Piggytron. I hated that thing so Oh, that thing much. was so easy. No. No, it was it wasn't. really hard. It hurt so much. But I love the mechanic of, hey, just use some of your, just throw some of your, really? freaking expensive items on the ground and he'll suck it up and won't kill you in one hit no and i'm like you're you're gonna make me use like a soma for this no 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 no, okay confusion is the worst because when you're confused they sometimes throw items away oh yeah every single time they'll throw away a soma and I'm like, that sucks for you. What are you doing? That really sucks Game, for you. Come on, that's not fair. <laughs> that's hilarious because I kept throwing. I was like, whenever I got confused, it's either throw away cash or here's a devil fruit. Yeah, they throw throw away so much. Throw away items, bee yeah. chain. Throw away like all revive. I'm like, why are you torturing me, game? That sucks. I, I will say there there was one boss fight that I enjoyed. Like what you guys were saying. Like once you figure it out, um, there's a boss. I think it's actually a mini boss. I don't think it's actually a, a dungeon boss where they are constantly summoning minions. And I remember like it, with any boss fight or with any enemy, you just try everything. Really, like, are they weak to this? Are they weak to yeah. this? But you, and the, but you knew. No, I had no idea what it was. Mm. And it wasn't until the very last thing I tried. Uh, I knew what it was weak to, but by then I was like completely exhausted of SP, and I just couldn't beat him. Was because- it was it the boss that like every time you brought a minion lower and you didn't kill it, it would just blow up and heal the boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So it's that in, was um, so annoying because not only I was whittling him down. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of figuring this out. But then he would heal. I'm like, okay, well, now I have no SP left. It's impossible. But I think they ended up being weak to, like, Mudo, Mudone or whatever. And you, you just instantly kill him. And so I'm like, oh, thank God. This boss fight's, like, so much easier now. So the, it's this sort of, like, this fine balance of attrition where you have to, like, constantly keep them dead. But then you have to watch your SP. So there's those fights where there's, yeah, you kind of have to watch what you're doing are, are interesting. But, yeah, some are little frustrating that throwing away an item was piggytron annoying piggytron. you could also i mean you didn't have to f- throw away an item for that one because when he'd start rolling you the, attack the him. thing you could attack him and if you brought him all the way down he'd fall in front the first of time you couldn't though yeah first time yeah. you actually had to just go uh, the, the one you know what i noticed there wasn't poison as a status effect in this game there was other really random stuff but there was no poison there's burn electric frozen confusion Despair, Rage, sleep, despair, sleep. <laughs> yeah, no poison. Was there poison? I definitely know there was poison in Persona 4, yeah. But what I was getting at is that there is a boss fight. I think it's um, Haru's dad's the spaceship one where because it's food, like you can get hungry. I never understood that one. Where, cause what is, so what does that do? It like makes Lowers your, items, your offense. 
Oh, it lowers your offense. It just makes, yeah, because you're so hungry you're that you're weak that you can't. Oh, do I thought it. it I thought it was. For some reason, I interpreted it as it was. It cost double to cast a spell or something. That's, like that's, the, that's the final. boss. That's the final boss, gluttony, oh, which gluttony. is the worst thing ever. <laughs> that's right. Thankfully, I didn't use any of my soma. So I'm like, all right, just full heal everybody, full H, full SP or whatever. It was great. Do you guys remember the arena in Say's? Yeah, where Joker just manhandles a bunch of people alone, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it really that hard? Because I don't know about you guys. I thought it was extremely easy, but I didn't even attack anyone. I just stood there, mm-hmm. and the personas would attack me, and I would repel and kill them instantly. Okay, well, because well, you, you had that persona, but yeah. yeah. It wasn't hard for me. I don't remember that being I, particularly difficult. It wasn't hard, but I did have to use some healing, because it, they would attack me. I'd go to, like, half health, and, like... I can't take another attack. There was one group that was like weak to light or something, and I had that, so it's just like instant kill. Okay, easy. <laughs> I just yeah, I had I had the persona which was repels gun and physical damage, and then negates curse and fire damage, Jeez. and that's all those personas <laughs> did was physical and curse damage. So I never got hit, and I just Jeez. yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> well, I didn't have that. Yeah, but that, still did it nonetheless. That's the only, like, after I made that persona, that was the only one I had. That's the only one I really used until I got Blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something interesting. I, I, we, Me and Nick talked about this earlier in the week, but I think what I really appreciated about Persona 5 is there's more than one of your teammates that can heal. Because in 4, if I remember right, it's, it's only, Yukiko. only Yukiko. But in this, it's Makoto, Morgana, On. A little bit of on 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 only gets a single target, single target, yeah. But still, like I I love that because like you were almost forced to use Yukiko, which is fine because she's a good character. But uh, I like that there was more flexibility. Not to mention, you know, if you level the Shogi player up, you can swap anybody out. That's required because yeah, it is required. It is required because the the <clears throat> big bang a big burger big big bang burger boss or mm-hmm. the main boss. When he summons all his minions at you, mm-hmm. you need to be able to swap out your characters. If you can't, you're gonna lose. That's yeah. funny because I didn't have that and I didn't lose. Okay. That's crazy. I, I was I was thinking when I was playing it, I'm like, how can you do this? It's like you need to pick either the perfect party mm-hmm. to have all the weaknesses or not. Well, I remember I think Ben, you mentioned it on a frame trap or something. You're like, the first thing you should do is when you if you can go to the church, go to the church. And I forget why. I'm like, oh, okay. And I just remember that opened up at some point. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go do that. And then I think like two levels is when you can swap. I'm like, oh, this is why this is like yep. the best ability in the game. <laughs> you, you need it so much. Um, you guys actually touched upon two things that I think from a mechanic standpoint, the Persona 5 does really, really well compared to past games uh, is there was no character that I could completely write off. Like I couldn't pass Persona games. Uh, I would like find a crew and just kind of stick with it. But I think everybody like at first i was like um yusuke isn't being that useful for me or ryuji's not being that useful or on's not being that useful i think the way that they throw new enemies at you like physical damage becomes really important or very useful and yusuke and ryuji uh really shine later on and on became the most damaging character for me where she could focus uh her fire attacks and just do like absurd hell and uh Yeah. yeah and so i was i was using everyone pretty evenly by the end of that game and i I appreciated that very much and just uh how useful so many of the confidant skills were yeah that for that reason the fact that you kind of needed to switch every party member out and you they're useful at some point is why i think you needed to level mishima because otherwise if you had like a crew 
for like the beginning of the game the people in your back line would start to fall behind which is a problem i always had in previous persona games that's what i found mm-hmm. extremely annoying when you get to like five he'll be like oh increase the xp your backup members get i was like okay sweet and at level 10 you get the same amount of xp so it's like yeah i <laughs> i feel like even out before level 10 though they're they're pretty generous like yeah. I, I nobody was really greatly falling behind yeah that's true uh so useful yeah the mishima of like five talent was just like okay cool you're all good <laughs> that's all we needed really but yeah when i started getting all the side confidants i was like man this game is opening up because when, when i was first playing the game i was like man i really miss switching out my party members like in cold steel it's like oh <laughs> i was like oh okay okay I can now thank goodness i i will say though given the option there i always had my my main three were always makoto morgana and haru wow. just because they had Makoto had you can buff everybody's defense, and then Haru's yeah. negating one magic or one physical. Like that was so useful. Like especially, like we I would basically cheat. Like what Nick was saying. Like I'd have that one persona that could reflect or whatever nullify physical damage, and then I would always have Haru put up a magic barrier on Joker, and then he was like invincible. <laughs> he would just never take a hit. It was great. Yeah, my my, my main Back just a little bit. I do think. Makoto, Morgana, and Haru are the absolute best characters in the in combat. But yes. yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Makoto, um, Haru has all the gun stuff. Yeah, but, but it's well, just... that critical the, the the Morgana physical critical skill, um, and then the gun critical skill of the Haru that uh, saved my ass a lot. Mm-hmm. Those skills the... ended up being useful against bosses that you couldn't knock down any other way. Um, so. Yeah. They're sneaky useful, definitely. Yeah. Like I remember, especially with Haru, I don't remember, there was one boss where it was almost like every time I attacked with her, it was a critical hit. I don't know if I just got lucky or they were weak, but yeah, that was useful. It actually happened with once with Yusuke, and it wasn't even a move that was supposed to be critical, but like with Shido, I used Brave Blade on him like three times in a row, and each time it critted for like massive damage. I was like, okay, sure. But my main crew usually was Makoto, An, and Ryuji. So, um, so so there's one nice. there's one oh, thing there's one thing all in common. We always use Makoto. Yes, because Makoto is Makoto amazing. is the he, best. The healer. I I always kept Morgana in the background because she was like my he. my he sorry he was my palace <laughs> like my palace healer. Like as I was going through, every time I get injured, I just go back to go st- go to skills and make Morgana heal my whole party. So I was using his SP instead of you know my main party's sp but if you just press square it'll do that anyway Shut oh, up. yeah can we just take a moment to like applaud the quality of life stuff in persona 5 like ah, just hit square and you can freaking heal your entire party or like it's not filled with sub menus and battle it's just like every button is mapped to something so you're not yeah. having to fiddle around in menus and stuff like that like <laughs> yes but one thing that drove me up a wall why do you have to go out to the main menu and you config to turn on auto dialogue? We didn't. We none of us had that on, but that's a thing. Auto dialogue. Oh, like so, you know, instead of hitting X to instead of having to hit X to 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 go through dialogue oh. in order to have an auto option where it just automatically goes from one line to the next, you have to turn that on in the title screen. Where so many other RPGs, you can just hit triangle or something, and it will toggle auto on or off. Hmm. Yeah, that is a bunch a- of other Atlas games have done that. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, that that is a weird omission for sure. That's interesting. I yeah. I as I go through, this is like Nick's pet peeve of for me. I guess is as I'm playing through games, sometimes I'll read faster than the characters acting out their lines, and if they're like, 
they'll be talking and mm. they have like one word left, but I've already read it, so I'll hit X quickly. So like you got all the time. they'll be talking yeah. and they'll stop oh. and it's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I I know what they're saying that already. You hurts know, hurts me yeah. so much because like, oh, so uh, so we're gonna do, uh, and then we're gonna go, uh, <laughs> stop it. They don't go uh, every time, just so but, you know. That, that's what I hear. Like, I, I'm on your side though because you're just trying to save time. Thank You've you. Read it. <laughs> yep, like let's yep. let's go. Let's get let's get moving. Maybe that's yep. why I have so many more hours. Than maybe yeah. yeah maybe you actually read, just sat sit there and listen to their yeah um. Especially in Berseria, Maddie, that was making me Sorry. mad. Oh, you would have hated me. You should have. Uh, you would have yelled at me playing Horizon because at the end of the game, I was just trying to finish up like some side quest trophy, and literally I was just like, click, click, click. I don't care what you're saying. I don't care what you're saying. Okay, done. Thanks. Bye. I, I, but I thought like the side quest, no one cared what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, some were good, some were not. Anyway, Persona. Well, but, yeah. Well, back to me not using haru i didn't use haru as uh, haru's amazing gun skills because i leveled up the kid all the way so my gun was like literally the best thing oh my out gosh, there the grenade launcher she has like the best combo of like weapons she has a grenade launcher and a giant axe i can't believe <laughs> yeah. she has a giant axe. it is it is pretty amazing uh although makoto just beating fools down and yeah. then having that motorcycle persona is pretty good too too bad for like the last I don't know, third of the game, she didn't have that motorcycle anymore. She had, like, a a Transformer instead. Oh, if you, like, leveled a 10. To 10, yeah, and her Persona levels true. up. It's no longer a motorcycle. I wonder what the Captain Kid turns into. Probably just turns into Jack Sparrow, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that'd just, be awesome. Just it's, just <laughs> it's just Johnny Depp. <laughs> They're not even trying Johnny to be Depp. subtle. It's his voice. Yeah. <laughs> they got him. Yeah. Persona. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that really got Maddie. I that didn't was, expect that. That was a really good like imitation of him. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> imitation. Well, I just watched some weird video. Apparently, like Jack Sparrow or uh, Johnny Depp, went like to Disneyland. Yeah, he went yeah. to Disneyland and they like m- took the animatronic guy out, and he was just there being jo- uh, Jack Sparrow, which is kind of crazy. That is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. I was going to say them about Persona, but I totally forgot. It's okay. Party members, Haru, and... Guns. And guns. Guns and are best Captain weapon. Kid, what they look like after level 10. I don't know. I will say Yusuke. I thought he was the weirdest freaking guy at first. I didn't like him. I was he like, was weird. you're annoying. Like, what are you saying? Like, stop. And I, I, he really grew on to me <laughs> throughout the whole game. Freaking uh, Yusuke. One guy that never really grew I, I'd like to echo that as well. Yusuke uh, grew on me quite a bit and ended up being... He's probably in my top five. I'm, and Haru is somebody that I did not like at first that ended up uh, liking quite a bit. I don't care about Haru. because I, yeah. I wasn't able to level. I really wanted to, but I wasn't able to. I felt really... Uh, I, don't, I don't want to ruin her social link for you guys, but uh, um, I, one thing I'll say is I think this is this perfectly sums up like how I feel about Persona 5 versus Persona 4. I think Ryuji as a character, he's super well written and like what he's trying to do, like that like they set out to make this really loud, annoying guy, and they he's well realized. I just don't like him. <laughs> Cause sometimes like somebody put out a, a yeah. funny little tweet on Twitter the other day about him like pulling out a megaphone and be like where are the fan thieves? <laughs> like, yeah, just, exactly. It's like, shut up. Shut up, Ryuji. Yeah. I can't believe no one thinks we're good. <laughs> right, right in the middle of the subway. Like, how dumb are you? <laughs> He's pretty, yeah, I kind of liked that about him because he did get us into situations. Like Nick said this a while ago. He got us into bad situations and through that it propelled the story along. 
That's so, true. He's the reason why Makoto found out we were Phantom Thieves. That's true. He's the that's reason true. we have Makoto, dude. Well, one thing you can, you can't say about Ryuji is that you don't. I don't think anybody is indifferent to Ryuji. You either really like him because he's all out for what he does, or you hate him because he just ruins everything. But <laughs> he's very polarizing. I, I very I very much agree with that. Uh, George Yosuke in Persona Four. Like I just don't care about Yosuke. You don't care about Yosuke? I don't care about Yosuke. I don't think he's an interesting character. But they punch each other at the end. They do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He he just, I don't know. He felt, compared to some of the other characters, um, like his his bickering, like we were talking about the bickering between Futaba and Yosuke and kind of like the way that they talked. By the end of Persona 4, like, Yosuke Teddy argument ever again. Like oh. oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see. Yeah, I see. I see that definitely. I I just liked Yosuke as a character because they. Okay, you you like it? You like him as the anime. the anime? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it's the anime. They're they're like you know, Yunarkami and Yosuke together like made a really good combo. The bros. Mm. Bros. Yeah, but I, that's anime, not game. So yeah, you're right. And I like Junpei. And- I love Junpei. Stupe. Stupe. <laughs> Junpei. He, 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 he was like for Yuji, except he has an awesome character arc. What's her name? It's Chin... Chin... I don't... Ch- Chidori? Chin, yeah. Chidori? Chidori? Chidori, Chidori, yes. Yeah, so Chidori, that, that, that whole aspect of the story was awesome. In Fez, she comes back, by the way, if that's what you're worried about. Spoilers. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I played Fez. I literally got to the end and couldn't beat the final boss. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah, you had to do something. And because I remember I was talking to Maddie about it, and I was like, yeah, she comes back. She's like, no, she no, doesn't. No, she doesn't. She sacrifices her life. And I'm like, no, she comes back at the end. And, th- and she, like, doesn't have her memory oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's why, because I didn't beat it. Well, I th- before the final boss. Oh, okay. Guess you got to do something. Yeah, you had you had to like you had to like do something with Junpei. It, isn't she a robot like I guess or something weird? No. Or, no she's Strega. She's Strega. Oh, Strega. Yeah, that, a lot of that game is very hazy for me. I beat it a long time ago. <laughs> I'm, I still, I really like the story in three. I really like. It is a good story. They leave the movie. It, it's great. Yeah, they leave it open. To, like I, I have a feeling that all these games are going to converge into something. Like we're going to get the P three protagonist back, everyone. Well, we did in Q. That's, and that's Arena not two. canon. Not, not Arena no, two. he's not in Arena 2. Isn't he? No. no. Oh, okay, never mind. You're right. It's just... Chidori, <laughs> like, 10 years from now, we'll get the, the Persona Historia that reveals the official... <laughs> oh, man. Atlas timeline and connections. And I'll buy that in a heartbeat. What's canon? There's three different paths. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd be pretty funny. That'd be great. But Persona 5. Yeah. I see I see your Ryuji point, though. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> It's like it, he was kind of he's yeah he's he's, he's not kind of, he's kind of one tone but he's well written one tone yeah mm-hmm. but you don't get that same like kind of you know best friend connection except at the really. end when he's like this is not fair god damn it he's like punching the ground yeah yeah he was pretty mad he was pretty, <laughs> so was everybody else so was me so was I I okay <laughs> I was that, mad yeah that really made me mad because I beat the game like finally and we're gonna have some fun times with. With all the guys, we're gonna we're gonna be able to go out on Christmas Eve and Valentine's Day and New Year's Day. There's gonna be these awesome scenes. Oh, you gotta turn yourself in and get arrested. What? Why can't this guy take get a break? 
<laughs> Seriously. That ending, though. Oh, I wanted to ask you, Ben. So, the, so we all talked about this, but the the moment when Akechi shoots Joker. Oh. What, so what what was your immediate thought when that happened? Like, did you think it was all a ruse, or did you think like, oh, did I screw up? Well, did did you get the right thing first? Did I get the right thing first? Because you can there's you can fail that part. You could actually die if you did. Oh say no, the right I. Thing. I, I I, then yeah, no, I didn't die. I didn't. I for real died. Day. It's because you're an idiot and you sold out your friends. Uh, I don't know what. Oh else. right, you have to. Yeah, no, I just didn't sell out my friends. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. don't sell oh, out your friends. I and know everybody that's okay. For some reason, I thought that since you trusted me now, then would tell them like these are the people. Can you help me? That's what I thought. Never sell out your but friends. But then, but then, yeah, that <laughs> happened, and then the whole thing happens, and you get shot in the head, and you go to the velvet room, and Igor's like, you died. "Oh, you're dead." Uh, humanity fell into ruin. Game over. Okay. Credits. I, like, I knew what? something was up based on how they framed it. Uh, that that you, there was no way that you were going to die right there. But I hadn't pieced it all together with how they pulled off that elaborate plan with the metaverse and the phone. I couldn't believe okay. that plan. The whole yeah. okay. So I died and I did it over again, right? And it happens again. And I'm like, did I do it wrong again? What am I supposed to do? But then it continues. And then Ryuji's like, got him. Yeah, Maddie had the greatest reaction to that scene. We have it recorded. I recorded it because based on suggestions from them. Yeah, it is the greatest reaction. And I think we're going to put it on to (laughs) the edited version of this podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's so funny. Because when me and Nick both played that, we're like, we got to get Maddie to record this. (laughs) Because we know how she reacts to I get very invested in my games, especially my main characters and how I feel about Joker. So... Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know if you want me to explain my reaction, but... I want to, uh, you can explain it, but I want to show Ben after we're done recording. Absolutely. Um, but, I, <laughs> so I'm kind of calm, and I, I figure out, I didn't like Akechi from the get, when he joined our team, because he was a smug, like, you know, was always one-upping Joker, and I was all like, yo, you can't do that, that's Joker. It's like, stop, you asshole. <laughs> right? But I didn't piece it. A long time ago, I thought maybe he's the mask guy, but I kind of went to the back of my mind. Oh, do you? Okay, before that, do you remember when the uh, the broadcasting? I was watching it with you, and I was like, "Hey, who said pancakes?" And it was Morgana, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, you're right." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, there's something up with this yeah, guy." Yeah, there's something. Up, yeah, so like, uh, we knew a catch you was off, right? But it kind of was gone. That part of it went to the back of my mind because I was more involved in like I got to catch up to the timeline, you know, because that's when you catch up to the timeline. Um, so when the whole thing, like, you're piecing it together, you get all your memories back in the interrogation room, and I'm, you know, I'm screaming at Ketchy, because that bastard betrayed me. <laughs> uh, I have that recorded, too. <laughs> but I'm not gonna show that. But the whole thing happens, and he comes in, and he shoots, he shoots you in the head, and the the angle they do, where just blood comes down his face, I assumed he was kind of, like, summoning his persona, or something. Like, I thought something was like he. I was like, he's not gonna die right now. He's he's done something, right? And then he plops to the to, he plops to the table, blood everywhere with a bullet in his head. And I was like, that's when I started screaming. What? I screamed what three times? <laughs> and then I started crying. Yep. No, Did then- you have a similar reaction to the Igor reveal? Because that was the big bombshell for me, where mm-hmm. I like stood up and okay. I Real- okay. Funny funny story. Okay. <laughs> So in our first like <laughs> yeah. first podcast with Persona spoilers, we had like a little mini one for the first two uh, dungeons. dungeons, 
um, mm-hmm. Taylor was like, there's something off with Igor. I think he's going to turn into like the main boss or something because his voice You're just like, seems there, too different. You, yeah, he said his voice is like something more than just a voice actor change. It's too different. Yeah. Like some, so as soon as I went to the Velvet Room, honestly, and um, he was – well, the whole disintegration part like freaked me the hell out. Uh, yeah. And then I went to the Velvet Room and he's like, oh, you failed. We got to kill you. I'm like, that's not Igor. This, that's not Igor. This is him. This is the god. Yeah, so I did have, like, a wow moment, but, like, it kind of, I already kind of pieced it together. So mm. I didn't freak out as much. I was like, this is well written, more like. I was like, this is good. I was like. <laughs> this is a good twist right here. The first thing I was like, Taylor was right. Yeah. It's like, Taylor, <laughs> I Taylor knew it. did it. That's awesome. So, wait, so, Ben, you said so you said you you stood up when that happened? Like, it was. Uh, yeah, that, when I, when you meet the real Igor and it's a different voice actor, I was like, aha, well done. And especially since there was all that controversy with the new voice um, and then having it having it change as it did, I thought was, uh, I don't know, I just thought it was really cool. It worked for me. I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, so because you thought it was like, why does Igor have the full arcana? That doesn't make any sense. I us. said that actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has the full because the full arcana is usually tied to like your group, the investigation team, the C's group. So you'd think it'd be tied to the Phantom Thieves, but it's tied to Igor, and that's just off. Because he doesn't. Ha- Does he even have a social link in the last game? No. Okay, I didn't no. think so. Yeah, you always had a social link with like Elizabeth or Margaret. Oh, you know, not with Elizabeth, with Margaret at least. No, you had one with Elizabeth too. No, you didn't. Have oh, one. Elizabeth. You had you had like a, a thing with Elizabeth. Was it a social link? I thought it was okay, whatever. But you also have going and taking Elizabeth out on a date. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But there's also the twin. I really wanted to get the twin wardens all the way up, but then I kind of lost focus because the game picked up more, and I was like, I yeah. Leveling them up is Uh, hard. I got her. I got twin wardens to six. Jeez. And um, (laughs) that's actually that's a part another part of the reason why the Igor reveal wasn't and the twin wardens like kind of betraying him or like realizing it wasn't as big to me because throughout their social like at least as far as I got to it they were they have this list and they're reading off personas you should fuse and they're all like uh but our master didn't write this like they're getting confused that Igor doesn't seem to be quite right like they seem Mm. to have full of they're full of doubt and you know Caroline the one that's you know this is what our master wills just do it read off the list and Justine's just like I don't think this is like this is weird kind of deal, but they're not sure, and we all know why. Huh. But, like, I already had those clues. Like, they weren't going to kill me as soon as, like, I went down and, you know, they were, the fight happened. I knew it to, wasn't going to happen. And then you have to kill them to fuse them. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. But, yeah, that's why that moment I don't think hit as hard as it would have if you didn't, if I didn't uh, do the Twin Wardens as much as I did. Because I don't think I did that. At all, like I got one, and then I couldn't find a Shiza, and I was done. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna go back try to hunt for the old personas. Yeah, yeah. I actually forgot about it until I don't know, not not too deep into the game, but a ways into the game, where I was like, oh, at right, you can level them up, and this is how you do that. And then I didn't. I just let it go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I was wondering where Margaret went. Actually, Margaret went to uh... where's Margaret? Because the reason why Margaret replaced Elizabeth is because Elizabeth she went to, left to help. Yeah. So I was like, "Where's Margaret?" Well, well, okay. In Persona Two, you've played Persona Two and One, right? Me? Yeah, you. We haven't. Yes, yes, All yes. Right. I played Persona Two and One. There's a velvet room in there, right? Yes, there's the velvet room. Uh, who's Theodore. Is, 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 it, is it still I, Igor and like uh, an assistant? Um, it's Igor. <sighs> 
Wasn't one named I Theodore? I think that was only in Q. I can't remember. We might have lost Did Ben. Did we lose Ben? No, I'm here. Oh, I'm okay. just trying <laughs> to think about like who your attendant is in there. Okay. I'll just think. Sir, Big mystery. Yeah. So in Persona 1, uh, you have Igor, Nameless, and Belladonna. Uh, yeah, and then Nameless and Belladonna are in Persona 2 as well. Okay. Okay. So then Elizabeth I just, comes out I nowhere. completely forgotten all of that, to be honest with you. It's all good. I was just trying to think of, like, does it there actually a change, change yeah. every time? So Elizabeth is just searching for main protagonist of three. Yeah. I'm waiting for that to come into light. Well, that's, gonna, that sets up something. It's going to be in Persona 5 Arena, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Persona 5 Racing. That's what Persona 5 R is. I'm going to mention um, the little that that part where, you know, Igor comes out and is just like, I'm actually the god the whole time. Ha ha ha. And then the real Igor is like, oh. I've been in prison for a while. Please to make your acquaintance. By the way, the rest of your team is in the velvet room. Go save them. I was like, I liked that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That on. was that was pretty cool. Like, I I get that some people will probably not like the fact that you had to go to each and every one of them and be like, okay, yep, you're depressed. Wake back up. We still have a world to save to each and every one of them. But I still kind of liked the moment they had. And I like the fact that the whole team was in the velvet room and knew what the hell the velvet room was. And no, you, know, you kind tell of, him. Yeah. Well, you tell you have to tell him. It's like, where are we? And then it's like, oh, it's oh, the velvet room. You can, or you could just be all like, that eh, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but like in the other games, you never really introduce your team to the velvet room. You know, they're they're just like, you know, I, why are you standing there for odd odd not, amount of time, just blankly staring in the space? They say that in Persona Five. <laughs> they do. Um, but I like the fact that they explain they, exp- they explained the whole game thing. They explained who. I was about to say Akira. Joker is. And they know, like, they know the Velvet Room. They know who Igor is. Like, that was, like, that's, like, the first time they really did that, where the whole team knew what the Velvet Room is and what was kind of happening, you know? I thought that was cool. Here's the question. Who the hell is Igor? I don't know. Who cares who Igor is? I want to know. Outside of, oh, man, I can't think of his name. The Butterfly. He's the only recurring character in every persona. Um, Nyarlothotep. Is that how you say it, Ben? Something like that? Nyarlothotep? What are you talking about? <laughs> he's, the, he's the butterfly. The, he's the guy that gives you your persona powers in one and two, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, I think you're thinking of uh, Philemon. Philemon? Phil- oh, maybe that's... Oh, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the person who gives your personas. Um, oh, you're right. Uh, Nyarlothotep is like the guy he's fighting against, I think, or he's some evil god guy. Of course, the evil god always there. There's always yeah, evil yeah, god. yeah. Nyarlothotep is the 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 anti the other side of that. Uh, the chaos side to yeah, yeah. He like how it's going is. Uh, Anyway, he's seeing if if humans be, can be enlightened beings. That's what the the persona wiki is saying. Got it. But yeah, he gives you your persona. Okay. Yeah, because I I wasn't sure. I was talking to 
my good buddy Austin Yorsky, he was a, he's a big Persona fan as well, and he was saying that Philemon is in the other games simply as the butterfly. Even I think like that's one of the first things you see at the beginning of the game is like the little purple butterfly or the blue butterfly that flies by. But isn't and, that supposed yeah. to be, are we talking about Persona Five now? Yeah, that's because supposed to be Lavenza, isn't it? No, that's the not... purple butterfly is that recurring character. Oh, it's like the kind of like the it's like the voice of the Velvet Room. I don't know what it was. That because like at the very beginning of, of five, when you're being interrogated and you're about to go into the flashback, it's just like you have a chance to avoid ruin and the butterfly he's looking at the butterfly flying across the screen. And that occurs in four and three. So he just doesn't show up as a person. But, but the vents the but the voice was Lavenzo, wasn't it? Um, if it was a female then probably. Yeah. I just think that's like the physical like thing of like, you know, the velvet room, the contract, you know? Mm-hmm. But yes, I think it was Lavenza's voice coming through. Screaming children outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, we missed. We actually kind of already went over this, but um, a Twitter question was like, "How did you feel about the twist with the traitor?" From at Jay's Two Game again. I, I uh, couldn't believe it. I, I I didn't like him. Well, it was weird. I didn't. I never liked to catch He always seemed like he had something up his sleeve. I didn't catch the pancakes part that you guys were talking about, but. Like he just always seemed a little smug, a little too sure of himself. I'm like yeah. I don't like him. But then he was the thing that kept throwing me off is he's on the cover. I'm like, why is he on the cover? Because the only other characters that are on the cover are your party members. I'm like, why is he? Why is he there? But then he like makes she blackmails you to bring you in the metaverse. I'm like, oh, he's a party member. This is weird. Like I definitely didn't see that coming. But I didn't think he would be that. But he was your- like dastardly to like want to kill everybody. I also, yeah. He was this game's a dachi because he could have multiple personas. Right. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, the betrayer moment was, the betrayer moment itself where you actually get shot and then it's a whole ploy. That part was like, I was in shock for like the whole like two hours that was the whole story being explained to you. Because, you know, the 30 minutes that happens and then like next hour and a half is basically your party members like explaining the whole thing to Sai. With, with funny so- drawings. Sojiro with funny drawings. Yeah, that, made me, that made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Our hero, our, you know, our leader is probably just sitting in the velvet room all smug and it's just a picture of him like two peace signs smiling. And it's really funny because he was actually smug yeah. in that part. Hell yeah, dude. Joker. Yeah. But when you actually fight a Hadachi, wow. When you actually fight a Kechi and he's like explaining exactly what he did, I'm just like, your Shido's son, like, yeah. I, you could make people's hearts do this. Like, you were only doing this for like attention. Like, are, what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then Shido's like, oh, I knew all about that. I don't care. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I, yeah, I knew that. I, I know this research well enough to create a cognitive version of yourself to kill you in case you ever stepped out of line in my palace Whoa. i'm just like <laughs> mind blown yeah i he was just i he always was like annoying to me uh whenever i think one time i think right before we go into the palace or he he like no right before he the culture festival when he tells you that we blackmails you he's in leblanc leblanc He's in Block several times. I know, but he... this time he was in LeBlanc, and he's and he's like, "Oh, welcome!" And then you have like a question, like, "Oh, I'm here." It's like, "Or what are you doing here?" Or "I'm home, or I'm home, home, honey." I'm home, honey. I, I chose said, that I one. Chose I that chose one. that one. I'm home, honey. I was always mean to him. Like there was always for me, there was always an option of like get out get or out. get out, leave or why are you How here? How do you respond to that? I'm curious. 
He's like, ah, you're so rude. Or, you know, just yeah. you know, him being catchy, all smug. Yeah. The catchy style. <laughs> I thought, at the beginning, I thought he was going to be, like, a friend, to be honest. Like, I hated his characterization. He's smug, you know, so, you know. He's but opposite Joker. He, <laughs> but, like, I thought he was going to be a, a friend, and then and then he's not. And yeah. I'm just like, that's why I was kind of nice to him. Because I was like, you kind of know, like, you could be my friend, maybe? And then that whole but thing then goes the, down. Yeah, but like, then they Whoa. say at the end, like, like if, if different circumstances, <laughs> says, we, we could have been, been friends. friends. Why couldn't I have met you a couple years earlier? Yep. What about you, Ben? Uh, I've thought a lot about Akechi. I think the biggest storytelling failure in Persona 5 is Akechi for me. Um, because I, I liked what they were trying to do with it. Because you have these kids who get this incredible power to change people, to change really bad people. And uh, in the beginning of the game, they're so convinced um, that they're doing the right thing. And uh, that, that okay, this person is absolutely evil. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, and with Akechi, outside of Futaba, which is its own different thing, Akechi is the, the first person where they encounter where uh, they're fighting and they're, they're, they're really doubting themselves. They're like, wait, this person has been manipulated. We've spent this entire game fighting against people who manipulate others, even though he's against us. Like, are we doing the right thing? But I feel like you learn about... I don't think the relationship between Akechi and Shido is developed enough. Like, all of that stuff, what's going on with him, how he's just trying to prove himself uh, to Shido, it happens so quickly that none of it, like, registers or makes you care. Um, And it's kind of like you guys were talking about. Up until that point, he's just kind of this smug jerk. Um, and so I, I think it just could have been presented, um, in a better way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A lot That's of, how inf- I feel about yeah. it, catchy. a lot of info does drop like at the last second. And then before you know it, it's, he's gone. And it's like, oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> really? Wow. Well, that's actually a good segue to our next Twitter question is, uh, thoughts on the pacing of the final act from at Ben Gracia. Hmm. And, because you know how it, it all happens really quick because right after that it's just the end of the game pretty much yeah mm-hmm. I, I think nick you and me were sort of on the same page like like it all wraps up it's christmas eve and then Sai comes along she's like yeah i'm gonna have to arrest you i'm like you can't be serious <laughs> like really like you're gonna do this after all that we just like literally saved the world and you're gonna arrest me like i was mad i'm like the game can't yeah end it, like made this. Me, it made me mad <laughs> yeah. um but, you know, thankfully, it's sort of a bit of a red herring in a sense where it, you have this Christmassy Christmas thing and everybody's mad. They're not quite happy with you. And then you're in jail for a month or whatever. It does happen a little quickly. And it's literally the only part of the entire game where time skips because oh, well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the exact end. I'm talking about like the final part of the game, like ever since Shido's Shido's palace. Mm-hmm. That's like the last time you're able to buy items. And then it just goes to mementos and then it goes to the final dungeon and then the game's that over. part kind of did make me mad the fact that you weren't you weren't able to fully prepare i went i went into the last part like really low on items the only thing i had a lot of was um he like uh raising people from the dead you know at 100 percent. that's all i had all my my uh takamedic z's where I only had, I usually have a stock of 10. I only had three. I, I was running out of freaking like brainwashing and confuse items because a lot of the same kind of ailments were being used. Mm-hmm. And it did give me a chance to stock up on those. 
But Morgana said in the end of the Shido one, he's like, you got to prepare for the final act. Give me my Morgana. He did say that. He did say that. You're right. I just underestimated it. I, just yeah, I, didn't, I didn't expect it either. I didn't expect it. I kind of like the fact that, it, <laughs> that it, it was something you didn't expect. It just, yeah. I Yeah. Just a little fast. What is nice, though, is Lavenza can fully heal you. Like what It I wasn't Lavenza. It was Lavenza at the end, and yeah. it was the twins, uh, Caroline, uh, right. for Mementos. I'm saying specifically, like, the very last oh. part. Because when you're going I up- never used that, by the way. I went straight through until the end. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you could. I used it, like, three times because I groaned a little bit in there. Oh, yeah. I, I literally had to grind ten levels. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, on my way up to the final boss fight, I just every time I hit a mini boss, I would just get like I would almost die because I was just under leveled, I guess. Oh. And so I, I would beat a mini boss, go back heal, beat the next mini boss, go back and heal, and then I'm just like, man, I'm getting a lot of levels, so I would just kept grinding. But yeah, like I think I don't know how I worded it to you, Nick, when we were texting, but it was something like, "There's no time to catch your breath." Like you literally finish one dungeon and then you go right to the next one, which, and then you go right into the next one after that. Yeah, which is very un persona like they're usually there you get some time in between to do the you know social link stuff but well because what i thought was going to happen was when you first met the god and he was kept healing and you're like well i can't do anything and then he's like well now it's time to merge with the real world and you get teleported back to the real world and everything starts merging and i was like okay this is gonna be the time where like you know the fog is in the town or the the, the, cult. the cult is there and we get to spend some time grinding and trying to figure out how to defeat this god and you, know, you slow, so slowly see the world like changing around you and no one notices except for like your confidants and then people start to notice and you know people are disappearing yeah i thought that was going to happen but no it's like oh we're here and final dungeon time oh no wait you disappear first. yeah we're here and suddenly we're all in pain and oh god people are disappearing and oh time the igor said we should die so yeah so rebellious that, will that's what i was like well it's going way too fast that's what i thought what about you ben um, uh, thematically, I, I kind of like it. I, I thought they were building up Toshido pretty well. Um, and then the the twist with Igor I thought was cool and, and kind of rallying your friends uh, within the Velvet Room. I liked all of that. And then kind of revisiting and seeing the old, uh, the old people that you stole their hearts from, where, how they're in this dungeon and, and the state that they're in. I liked all of that. I do agree with the sentiment that it was kind of palace, palace, palace a little bit too quickly. Um, it the end was a little bit of a slog where that that stuff could have been spaced out a little bit better, uh, especially since the very end it's just kind of big fight after big fight after big fight after big fight. Um, <laughs> Your mic keeps cutting out, so if we sometimes oh my mic keeps cutting out. Yeah, it's uh... oh that's weird. I think it's your silence tolerance that's going, that's doing that. Oh, hmm. yeah. So it's like you know how it's automatically catching. What did your you voice. get? What did you not get? You said palace, 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 and then and then it kind of stopped right there. Oh yeah, it was like big okay. fight after big fight. Yeah, yeah. I can say that again real quick. I do think uh, it was kind of uh, the 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 final palaces were a little bit too stacked on top of each other. That's what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of big fights. Uh, very, very close together, and that kind of became a little bit of a slog, I think. Um, and so, in that sense, I didn't didn't love the pacing, uh, but I liked the final showdown with Shido. I liked 
the the building just floating on the sea and all that stuff. I like the twist with Igor. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm up and down with it. In terms of like exploration and dungeon design, I don't think it's very strong, but uh, there was some storytelling stuff that I very much did like. Yep. I totally called when in, you're in the depths of mementos and people keep talking about this quarantine cell, which is like the most dangerous like inmates in there. And I'm just like, that's probably Joker. Like I, I, I kind of expected a cognitive version of him or something like that. But I, I guessed right away that it was going to be you. Um, and then when it did, when it was actually the Velvet Room, I'm just like, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Made me kind of laugh. I think you called the end. Like I every, called the ending called too. The ending all the so time. how how about how about how do you guys like the ending? The the you know I always I called it the throw off the glasses moment. The uh, yeah, they made they the made great seal moment. You know yeah. they made the the real end. They made the ending like the true end, like exactly like the true ending of five or four. So you know you get all powerful and you're like be yeah. god. Well, there was that. It was kind of like four's true ending where you know you get beat down. It's like you basically lost. Yeah. Um. This is how, this is why I kind of call it the way I did. When that happened and the gods like, yeah, the masses don't care about you. I mean, it was like the masses are suddenly going to start caring about them and that's going to give them the power to stand up and we're going to win like that, huh? Like that's probably going to happen. And I turned to Nick and Nick just smiles. I'm just like, okay, let's see what happens. And that's exactly what happens. I'm just like, yeah, I'm right. And, and it s- feels so good. And you see all your level 10 saying, level- yeah, you believe in the final Yeah, Mishima is just like, yeah. What's wrong with you guys? They've been fighting for us this whole time. I'm just like, yes, thank you. And when everybody, <laughs> like, like every like every level ten that you've leveled up is there. Except, yep. Yeah. Good, Everyone good. starts cheering for you, and um, the whole you know pull out the gun. The guns, man, guns are great. But you pull out the gun and you say, "Be gone." Best moment. <laughs> What's this? So good. <laughs> It's a pretty incredible moment. That, yeah, that you just blow a giant bullet hole in a god's head. That feels pretty good, yeah, right? <laughs> How pretty do you like it, awesome. Taylor? Uh, I don't know. I, so, are you talking about like the actual end, like destroying the metaverse, or like the part where they're all in the van driving? No, uh, the, the, the destroying the metaverse right now. Hmm. I'm having a hard time recalling exactly what happened, so it's not as not memorable. memorable, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I, I thought I thought it was really cool, yeah. and then and then right after, like everything, like they come back, and then like the world's they still come... all messed up. And they're like, "What's going on?" And then everything turns all like starts glowing, start glowing. And then Morgana the, the Morgana part, oh, that was the Morgana part yeah. was so sweet mm-hmm. because jo- I just love the fact that Joker showed like showed the connection between them because you know Morgana's been living with him for almost a year and the fact that he's disappearing he just steps forward and puts his hand out and then puts it down and it's just like oh he's not like looking at him and smiling going hmm. he's, he, he doesn't have the glazed look <laughs> of just hmm. yeah yeah that was a bummer I was hoping for a Teddy like outcome for Morgana but some, I think that would have been a little too on the nose. I think if they did it again, well, it comes back as a human. Yeah, I, I mean, that's he's what, still it's, he's still alive. He's a cat yeah. now. But I was hoping it'd be a, a human. Oh, oh okay. Because no, because the whole time Morgana's like, oh, I'm a real, I'm not a cat, I'm a person or whatever. But would you rather have a human friend or a talking cat? I honestly rather I like <laughs> the talking cat. When when Gara strolled back in, I was just like, this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how in your oh, oh what you Ben, saying? what are you gonna say? I just, I loved at the very, very end where the 
Morgana's fixing the car. Oh my he, god! And he's got the screwdriver <laughs> like in his mouth, and he's using his tail to try to to repair it. And he's like, I "Why do I great. have to do this?" Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I like it. Just like I just stole a, I just stole a spark plug. We're all good, and the people that were trying to tail you could start their car. That's funny that they're actually still being followed. Yeah. That okay? You want to talk about like the actual ending now? No, I know. I like. Um, I'm still talking about Morgana. Okay. In your moment, romantic uh, val- Valentine's Day, she he walks by Futaba and goes, me! <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Mine, yeah. mine didn't happen. He just walked right by. I like Sojira's response of just like, huh, so you're taking a girl out? And then Futaba walks in and you walk forward and he just and he looks. Just he's, just like, he's just like, uh, I guess I'm going to leave now. Well, uh, <laughs> you guys don't get too caught up in the mood, you hear me? And then walks out and just like, yes. I think this... The thing that always gets me is the smug walk that Joker walks uh, that does when he walks forward. He's like, like, yeah, yeah. this is this is my girl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I yours. My or so the same. Pretty much the same thing happens. Miss Kawakami comes in, and so she was like, Miss Kawakami, (laughs) like like confused, and uh, you know, Joker just walks up in the smug walk, (laughs) and then she's like, a teacher and a student, huh? This really happens in real life? Ooh. Okay. I'm just going to leave the, and it's like, I'm going to leave the store for you. Have fun. And then this walks off. Wow. Huh. Nice. Yeah. Ben, who'd you go out with? <laughs> I went out with Futaba. Okay, you went out with You all had the okay. same. You all had okay, the okay, same. Okay. Or it's like, me sit near, yeah? Me, I love it when she gets so, like, she gets so emotional, she can't speak right. It's just like, me I like, it's like, it's like, it's weird because it's like, it's like a little kid. Like uh, she's cute. Yeah, Kyle Kami was like, like you know, all embarrassed and saying, "Can can I sit next to you?" And it's like that makes more sense. And she gives me a chocolate that's shaped like a heart, not a cat. That's that's what sells it. And then she's chocolate like, shaped like Morgana. <laughs> and she's like, "I bought a microwave just to make this." And you say, "That's amazing." For three three levels. Yes. So I don't think anybody else had this happen to them. Uh, ben, tell me if, if you had this happen to you. But for me, so on Valentine's Day, I, I you know, hang out with Futaba. The next day, uh, Makoto comes by and she's like, I saw you with Futaba last night oh! or whatever. And she got like... That, that super- happened to me with On. Oh, oh nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> so wait, so what did what did On do? I'm cu- now I'm curious. Was it voice acted? No. Okay. It was it was the exact same thing where she's like, she's all upset that you went out with Futaba. She comes in, she's like, I got the she I, she knocks you over, and Sojiro's like, you know, you're getting yourself into trouble. Like he gives you, <laughs> gives you a little talk. Uh-huh. I don't remember the exact lines in the game, but yeah, Anna's just upset. I think she like got a gift for you, and then uh, didn't get, you didn't get the like, throws it at you or something like that. <laughs> Wow, man. That's so much better than the Persona 4 ones because I remember on my second playthrough Persona 4, I went out with every girl and you get to choose you get to choose who you hang out with. Um, and I remember the next day, all the girls, every single girl, I think, I'm pretty sure, yeah. comes up to you and says, or not at the same time, but over, know, it's like, and she's like, I'm your girlfriend and you're supposed to spend time with me on these special days. And like every single one. I just love how it's way more intense for you guys. Well, so with me for Makoto, I like genuinely felt bad because Makoto was like, you're going to make a fool of me. I know I'm not experienced in love, but how? why would you make a fool out of me and stuff like this? And then I, I don't know if she... It doesn't show Joker getting knocked down, but he's just like literally face down on the floor. And then Sojiro's like, hey, I had to lie to her f- for you, so don't do that again or something. 
but yeah, that was. I love that they do that because at first I'm like, ah, oh, it's fine. I can date everybody. It's no big deal. And I'm like, oh, they actually. Oh no, they care. Came back <laughs> around with that. Not dated anyone in uh, multiple people in Persona Four at all? I don't remember because I played. I originally played the PS2 version. I started with Yukiko and then I changed to Rise, but I don't remember Yukiko coming back or whatever. But then in the Golden, I just stuck with Chie the whole time. That's why when I started going out with Kawakami, I just stayed that because I knew what was going to happen. And I was yeah. like, I don't want to. I don't want anything bad to happen to. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that right now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's that's for next playthrough. Sorry, I was just laughing because uh, what was coming to mind, uh, Ben. You were talking earlier about how you're playing up the Chie thing. I was. Uh, remembering the the easy allies like debut video where you like take the poster down and say i failed yeah (laughs) so beautiful and then you just have this like genuine smile putting it back up you're like yes this is awesome are you gonna replace Uh, somebody did a thing i i I think i did something good or we had some sort of success in something and they did a reverse of that where i put the chia back on the wall uh nice (laughs) backwards it was nice it's funny i think i think you gotta change that to futaba now <laughs> yeah you gotta if get I a get futaba, futaba scroll yeah i'm giving you a, you already have my joker bag i know i need more joker things that bag has a, a lot of a story to history. it yeah that yeah. was what was that psx where was, was like where'd you get that yeah 2015 psx i was wearing that I was whole, and uh, everyone's like where's the persona 5 booth where is it where is it it's like i just, it's have like, I just have this bag thank you Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and then it was there, and then all you got was a, a picture with Morgana. Oh wait, there was another bag there that I didn't get. You fool! You had to wait in line for Morgana, and you remember? Oh, you remember how long that line yeah, was? Yeah, it was long. No, it, I think the line for Morgana was longer than the line for Sonic. Oh, yeah, no one cares <laughs> about Sonic. Sonic. <laughs> didn't the Persona Five line take over the Sonic line? Yeah, that, that was really funny. They like clearly underestimated what. Yeah, like every all the Atlas people are like, we didn't expect it to be this popular. It's like it's Persona Five. It's going to be this popular. Hopefully, with all yeah. the sales. And it's at P. I think people read the room wrong at PSX because they're like, yeah, Call of Duty. It's like nobody that likes Call of Duty is at PSX. <laughs> and we all care about the weird niche stuff. So anyway, do we? I think we do. Oh, well, what's another, there's, well, there's another More Twitter question okay. that says, what part of the story had a big impact on you at, from at Saru 245? I don't know. I think we all, we all I know, we pretty we, much mentioned it, but I'll just real quick. I think one of my, like the moment, again, the moment that stood out to me the most was when Makoto awakened to her persona. Cause that was more just like a personal thing. Cause I feel like I could relate to that. Um, but nothing I'm trying to just think of moments specific moments but that's kind of the one that that sticks out more than anything else or like there's some really funny moments like when um when Futaba first joins the party and like everybody's like okay we're gonna like hang out with her and try to socialize with her and she's wearing that big dumb head dumb or whatever mask, yeah. and yeah I just thought that was kind of silly and fun what was, the, what was the question what stood out to you what moment stood out to what you? had a big impact on you we already know we have video evidence of it. I mean, that had a big impact on me, but I'm going to say the beginning of the game. Mm, okay. Yeah, you really like that. Th- it, th- that, very, that beginning, you don't know how close I was to that TV. Like, I was staring. I was just like, what's happening? Like, as soon as... Because the game launches right into it, and I was like, okay, 
they're in their clothes. I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know anything, so I assumed that they're real clothes, right? So I was like, oh, he's just in his, like, costume. Maybe this has been happening for a while. So he can't use his persona. He immediately uses his persona. I'm just like, wait a second, what? That is actually a huge part, like, for the whole, before we got to the final part, uh, figured it out, is uh, how is there real people that and too. cops in a metaverse? Yeah. And I was like, and that confused the hell out of me at first. I'm like, what? How? What's going on? Is this real world? Is this is, real life? Yeah. That's why, like, I thought it was real life because it was a casino and it looked, everything was real. And then suddenly there are shadows and I'm fighting with a persona. I was like, okay, okay, I don't know what's going on, but this is awesome. And you hop around the chandeliers, you suddenly get introduced to this hiding mechanic. I was like, this is, this is cool. And then the cutscene happens where you jump through the window, but right before it, you just say, see you later. And I was just Cocky like, he is always <laughs> like, I was like, he said something. Cause usually I didn't go in expecting the main protagonist to say a bunch of things. He says a lot in this game. You know, he's badass and jumps through a window and then immediately gets caught by the cops and then gets beaten up. And just like that whole sequence, I was like, this game. This and that game. was all planned. And yeah, that that moment dragged me forward. And then as soon as I hit that moment and knew exactly what was happening, I was just so committed. Just like, let's go. I really like how when you hit that moment in the real game, it just plays exactly the same. Like, yeah. It's exactly the same. There's no, it doesn't like fast track you through it. It just does the same thing over again. I appreciated yeah. that. Yep. A lot. So you see it with new eyes. What about you, Ben? Uh, I think the two moments that really stuck out for me are the whole relationship between An and Shiho, I thought was really good. Um, and sort of the guilt that both of them feel for what they put each other through. I liked that. Um, and Futaba, just I thought her agoraphobia was done really well how they they sort of have to give her a long time and and spend uh a lot of days with her and do different things to kind of get her to come out of her shell i thought that was well presented at first it sounded like he said i thought uh futaba's agoraphobia was dumb no no i love it um i just remember another moment when they uh did their final calling card that moment oh yeah where they're on the tv so screen much. and stuff like that yeah you know, that was pretty cool the alibaba symbols going around i totally i i was hoping they would actually show themselves but i wasn't expecting it so when they actually the silhouettes of them appeared on screen i was like whoa they're showing themselves and then when ryuji actually says something and smacks joker to the main of the screen i'm just like this yes this this is good that 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 moment really isn't that out. right leader you're just like yes yes <laughs> <laughs> That the final calling card was definitely like a huge point in the story for me. Yep, I like that. I like. I was gonna go master, but no. That, Cat that, eyes, master. No, that that part kind of annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, she. I was, I was gonna like go. What are you doing? Slap her side the head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I definitely liked Futaba's story. This like the whole part of the part of that game was really good. I just like you know you see. Can't put it into words. Ben put it into words perfectly for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 part, uh, call, final calling card, and I think the first, uh, the first calling card when you're in the, the dungeon the re- and the music starts playing. Oh yeah, that part. Like, when that yeah. music started, I was like, whoa. Like, Let's do this. The fun first calling card was hilarious though because Ryuji did it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> He drew it, right? He drew it, and he ruined it really badly. <laughs> did you ever? Did you check the drawings on the chalkboard yeah. every time? Yeah, they're really fun. Mm-mm. Yeah, in, in the, the classroom? classroom, in the classroom, they change it. They always change depending on what, what part of the story. Part of the story. Oh wow! 
That's cool. Yep. There's so many little touches that you just totally miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing, like, I don't know why I got a kick out of this. It's so dumb and it's like the easiest fun thing to localize, but they, the way they messed with the DVD names for like the shows, it was like the, the X folders and like the running yeah. dead and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Not, it was like not so pretty Betty or something yeah. or whatever. It was, I just, I don't know. I got a kick out of that every time for some reason. Give Micker or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Guy Mick. <laughs> it's like, all right, you guys aren't even trying. There. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. I liked watching, uh, if you the, speaking of details, if you had Kawakami making uh, stuff uh, infiltration tools, I had and, it once, and you do different stuff in the room, you know, like watching movie, play video games. Her reactions are always different. She's like watching you or like doing stuff, doing or actually making stuff. It's always different. I think the funniest ones is when you're working out. And she's she's watching you work out, and then when you do it like the first time, and, and you're on, on the, the ground. Floor. She's all like really worried about you on the ground. It's like <laughs> attention to detail. Love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of attention to detail. Except for it's just like, ooh, we can do this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they needed <laughs> an, like at least two lines for those test question things. What was this? Well, yeah, or not uh, the, the mementos uh, dialogue as you're kind of driving around, like, oh, it's getting really bumpy, or like, do you hear those voices? That got to me. Yep. Yep. I liked how they repeated some of the same, like, even through the end, actually, some lines got different, but, like, they would repeat one part of the line, and then somebody else would rep- reply, like, differently. Because you have more people now? Yeah. I just, I liked, hmm. that was pretty cool. Just, you know, and saying, the road's so bumpy, and we're just like, ah, yes, I feel it, tender, soft touch of a butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Morgana. Morgana. It's so silly. That cat. All right, so I have a silly kind of a silly question here. Final Fantasy fifteen came out, mm-hmm. and now Persona <laughs> Five has come out. Uh, How do these two compare? You know, I was the one that sort of proposed this question, but now you don't want to <clears throat> answer it. No, I mean, it, for me, it's really easy, and I, actually, I, I kind of have a little bit more to say about this. But I think if you put them side by side, they're two wildly different games. I mean, obviously, they're both RPGs, but. Final Fantasy XV is very clearly trying to appeal to more of a Western global audience. I mean, it still has some of the Final Fantasy-ness, but it's open world, it's action, and Persona just continues to lean even harder into what they've been doing with the social links and not big areas. Like, when you when you really think about it, like, the areas you walk around in, they're not huge. They're pretty linear, even. But I just think, as far as execution goes i just think persona 5 did what they were setting out to do way better like especially in retrospect like final fantasy 15 story is clearly chopped up and missing pieces and stuff like that um and i would even say here's the the conclusion i've come to after playing persona 5 i would say excuse me going into final fantasy 15 that was my favorite series in gaming and not that 15 is bad but it's like it's starting to climb a hill where I feel like uh, Persona 5 is just continuing on this upward trajectory that started with 3. It's just going up and up and up, and it just keeps getting better. So I would say now Persona is my favorite series, video game series. You know, Final Fantasy 16 or 7 Remake or whatever comes next, they're really going to have to come back hard and do something amazing because 
a lot of the story stuff in Final Fantasy felt pretty flat for me. Uh, I like the character moments, but like the moments that were clearly you're supposed to have, you're supposed to be crying or I, having an impact. It's I, just like it I didn't, just wish there was more story moments in Final Fantasy 15 because I enjoyed the story. You just didn't have the moments you got like in Persona Five. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that. And for me, like, Final Fantasy XV is always about, like, towns and exploring. But the towns, I didn't really like. Like, especially, I, I'm, I totally don't remember any of the names. But the, the kind of Cuban-inspired city, um, where it's, there's a lot of stairs. And you have to, like, walk around all these alleys and stuff. I thought that was very weirdly designed. Uh, and then you can't go to the main city that, you know, uh, Insomnia. I thought, I thought for sure you'd go there. But we you do but it's all destroyed and stark yeah at the end of the game but like it's also 10 years later yeah yeah so which i hated by the way i hated that story thing yeah fell short right there yeah. what yeah what? Uh, yeah i just think i just think persona 5 did what they were trying to do way better than what 15 was trying to do so i'm gonna go off on a little tangent i need i need to know i remember a long time ago ben you first saw Persona Five, and one of the critiques you had was that the people were all shadows, like like shadow people, and they weren't real characters. Now that you've played it, does that still bother you? Just like people in the in like the mate in the hub world, like oh, the people with, with, with no faces, no faces. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, no! It doesn't. It doesn't bother me, and I think it uh, fits the theme of the game. Sort of these these people that are these mindless sheep that are kind of uh, just living out this life that they really didn't choose, that they're, that are just kind of going through life on a conveyor belt. I, I, I like it when you see the salary men that are kind of faceless, hunched over. Uh, no, that doesn't doesn't really bother me. Right. I, just, um, I just remember that a lot from back. What's that? I just remember you saying that a while back. That it bothered me? I don't remember no. saying that it bothered me. No, I don't me. think it bothered um, you. It was just that, um, like, it was like, you since it was on the PS4, you wished it was, like, more detailed to them or something like that. I don't know. It was a real... It was oh, like, sure. I mean, I, I guess in some sense, uh, like, there are definitely times, like, some of the storefronts in Persona 5 look rough, um, and there are definitely some uh, dungeons where I'm like, oh, wow, these, these textures feel kind of behind. But uh, the, as I said in the review, there are so many stylish points and they they, uh, they make so much of that game just pop that those few like bad technical spots really don't stand out all that much and you never got sick of the all out attack finishers at all I know I'm surprised no. every single time it happened I was just like yeah, yeah so, well because not only they added the whole like character specific little pose at the end which I think was kind of neat you know and it was always different I, I liked it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so loved it yeah, I didn't. I didn't get sick of it at all, especially considering the that you didn't have those individual uh, portraits in Persona Three or for Persona Four. Where, like it was always the same thing every time. Um, I thought the the character portraits added a lot to it. I also love how when you defeat a uh, battle normally, um, it doesn't like you know cut to just the character standing there saying, "Oh yeah, all right." It's you know you're running along as your info is playing and then you right. you immediately go back into the world it's, it never broke that illusion you know? sometimes it does sometimes so, it just turns around and jokers is like looking at the camera that's, that's only it. during boss mini bosses i've heard i've had it happen like in really bad battles like i've almost died hmm. like i didn't do so well hmm, maybe but yeah but yeah i like let's, it. let's so, go back fifth, to the final yeah. fantasy 15 oh, yeah, yeah. thing ben what do you think like how would you would compare persona, persona 5 to final fantasy 15 uh okay so let's let's 
start simple and get more complex, I guess. Uh, just by and large, like Persona 5 is a much better game. I would say it's a more consistent game. It's a more coherent game. Um, and I think both both thematically and storytelling-wise, but also mechanically, like uh, you were saying, what they set out to accomplish, they did uh, in a much fuller way than Final Fantasy XV did. Um, but at the same time, uh, you also mentioned that Final Fantasy XV is is going off in this totally new direction, whereas Persona 5 is very clearly building, building off of the Persona games and the SMT games that came before it. Um, but one thing I think Final Fantasy 15 does do a little bit of a better job of that you guys were complaining about is you wanted more kind of those feel-good moments with your friends. Uh, you wanted those bonding moments to happen a little bit more frequently. I think Final Fantasy 15 does a really good job of that maybe even a better job than Persona 5. Uh, just a campfire and then having somebody approach you and say, hey, like, will you come do this thing with me? Prompto saying, like, hey, stop the car. I want to go take this this picture. The sort of incidental moments where you get a sense of, of who they are and the brotherhood that these characters share, um, I think was done really, really well in Final Fantasy XV. Like, I, I feel like I got to spend more lighthearted time with them. Yeah. I see that Tom. Yeah, you kind of have to seek them out because I remember there were there were moments like there's there's a moment where you go and you talk with Prompto and you're like hanging out on you're like sitting on top on a of a roof, like yeah. a hotel roof or something like that and he was just like just pouring his heart. I'm like, whoa, this is intense. Okay, or you just say stop being a crybaby. He's like, well, okay, fine, and he just leaves. <laughs> That's <laughs> what, what Connor you? did. Oh, yeah, really? Connor did that, and then he complained about it. That's funny. <laughs> Gotta be a nice guy. Yeah, that's okay, man. <laughs> Maddie? I just don't... Uh, so, obviously, Persona 5, like, is better than Final Fantasy fifteen for me. Um, the one thing that I hated was at the end of Final Fantasy fifteen, you come back after 10 years and say, man, we gotta catch up, and you don't catch up at all. Yeah. And you just head off to the final fight. It's like, and you get you get a little there. campfire scene. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is nice, but like it, it never really clicked. It, the ending never really like I don't know. You know? Did I mean you- it's it's a problem with Final Fantasy fifteen as a whole where they're they're just sort of these leaps in the story. It it feels like a game that was stitched together rather than just sort of like it feels like you can feel like they cut so much from that game. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. They definitely wanted to add more right there. Mm-hmm. It's just like- I definitely had a very similar feeling with Phantom Pain as well. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like, the last third of that game, just it, the game just sort of stops or something. Well, isn't that, like, when, like, Kojima's like, I'm done? And, like... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's just, it's something just, to that effect, yeah. yeah. It's like, be sure to play the next episode of um, Metal Gear Solid 5 huh. that's never gonna come but Persona 5's ending just wrapped everything up so perfectly alright so good okay let's, let's move forward segue then. there alright so you like the comparing the Persona 5 ending to the Persona 3 uh, 4 ending I like it a lot better you like that a lot better yes. you like which what 5 for better? 5 better okay so you don't like the very emotional sad I, I, the emotional thing was great and all. I mean, it, I guess it both, they both kind of, no, not really. I don't see why 
after in Persona 4, after having all this happen, right, and you have you're living with a relative, right? I don't see why you couldn't just say to your parents, I'm just gonna stay here and finish high school, right? I'll come back after you know, after this, you know? Instead he's just like Guys, I, I gotta go. When you you could have just said no. Like I, I just felt like it it didn't need to happen. It only did that just to make that emotional goodbye. But the same thing happens in five. I know, I know same thing happens in five. <laughs> I know, that's why I said you could do it both ways. Except for you're not living with a relative. You were on sent somewhere on probation, right? Which is kind of different. And um, I, I just, I felt like he had to go back home in order to fully clear everything, sort of. And the way they ended it with his friends driving him home. And it doesn't even end with them separating. They're together, driving home. I felt they're like... Not, they're not driving home. They went to like the beach or oh, something. Oh yeah, they're going to the beach or something. Like they're going on a side trip. I just felt like that ended... Like, the package was so beautifully, like, ended, right? It's just, like, it's set up, like, yeah, they're separating. They're moving on. They're moving on with their lives. This is good. But, like, it wasn't, like, the abrupt, like, oh, I love you. I miss you kind of, like, deal. It's, like, they're still going to be friends. They're going to see each other pretty often because I feel like he's not leaving that far away. Hmm. Yeah, isn't he, he, like, a country boy? That's what I heard he is. I don't really know. I think they called him country boy I just feel like Hmm. it set it up that he was going to visit often kind of deal. Whereas the Persona 4, it kind of set it up as just like they're splitting apart for a while. I don't think it was country because if you remember the scene with him and Shido at the beginning, he's like in a suburban neighborhood. Well, well, Inaba looks like that too in certain points. Uh, And that's that's like a... Hick town, apparently. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But it just that's that's the way I feel about it. I like the way it was. It was ended the way that the final tone was. You know, compared to uh, Persona Four. And I will say, well, I was affected by Persona Four more because I felt like I had watched the anime along with me playing the game. So since I knew the characters even better, or just as much as I did, that breaking just like tore me apart. <laughs> I like watching the golden ending now, knowing that Persona Five or Persona Four Arena and Dancing All Night and Dancing All Night happened, <laughs> and then seeing them now, sure, and, sure, and it's like, huh, okay, that's, that's, that's amusing, cool. yeah, that's cool. Okay, so you act like it's like, oh, we haven't seen you for a while, but what about you know the fighting then, tournament? We fighting tournament, we and, danced and yeah. saved Rise's career, yeah. How about you, Taylor? <clears throat> um. I, I yeah I still that that is the one dividing or dividing factor for me is is the characters and the story between four and five and I just connect with the characters on a whole way more in four so at the end when he goes home and they're all like oh goodbye and it, it, in a way it almost is sort of a little emotionally manipulative because it's like this really sad piano music and they're all saying goodbye and crying and stuff like that and I'm like. I yeah I just yeah. that hit me way more I don't know especially because like I said throughout Persona 4 you're having these more lighthearted moments it's not all just dread and despair and are we going to get arrested at any moment and stuff like that so and specifically I don't know if this was in the original Persona or in the PS2 version I think it's only in Golden but when they come back later and they're all changed and stuff like that's that the golden that's ending. Golden that's only Golden okay that's what I thought but yeah, and I I kind of like that they do sort of reconnect a little bit, but yeah, I think I think I like the ending of four better. It just had the, it ties the bow on it a little bit nicer. Narakami, I love you. What? <laughs> yeah, that's Marie, by the way. 
So oh, confused. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was Risa because Risa yells Risa it. Yells, on, I love no, you. at the golden ending, she's he's she's the weather girl. Oh, she says and it. And she says yeah. on a live TV, and everyone like stares at him, and he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Nick, hey, Nick? I don't know. They both affected me the same way. They're both sad endings, and um, the fifth one just makes you with a, a little more positive because they're all together. And he's not leaving by himself. And you guys pretty much explained both much sides, both sides already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. One thing that bothers me is that there's no secret boss ending in five. There might be, or is there? Or is there? I'm trying to figure out where it would be. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> or uh, yeah, <laughs> he knows. Sorry, one detail I, I really liked with the five ending is that there are still people that think you guys are up to no good and they're still following you like Mm -hmm. not not everything is right in the world uh there are people who still doubt the phantom thieves yeah that that was a nice very nice touch there's like it doesn't seem like everyone thinks we're heroes or something like oh yeah it's basically it seems to be only the you know the the police right now people in authority which is hilarious because that's yeah anyway (laughs) But Sai said everything's fine. Yeah, Sai's going to do her best to protect us, so Liar. it's fine. And then didn't she quit becoming a police officer to be a lawyer or something like no, that? No, she quit being a prosecutor became and a right. did become oh, a defense Oh, the backwards, lawyer. okay. Yeah. I thought that whole thing was a little weird where it's like, okay, it's time for the adults to do their job. We're going to make everything okay. It just felt really kind of hand-wavy. Like, <laughs> all right, what... We did a, we did a lot. We went into this other we went into the metaverse. We changed all this stuff, and we put our lives at risk. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. Okay. It's like I went into your heart, and you almost tried to kill us multiple times and cheated. Right. By the way, and we never stole her treasure. No, how we did, don't know what her treasure is. And how did we? How did she have a change of heart? Because just like Mishima, uh, she I realized say she had the notebook that yeah. was her. Yeah. She predicted that that was going to be her treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we actually saw it. But just like Mishima, she changed her way of thinking by herself. Yeah. Good. Good. Ben? Good. What? Ending. Oh, what do you think about the endings? Benaru. Oh, you guys covered a lot of it. I, I think <laughs> I sort of agree with the point that... I think Persona 4, in a weird way, because I think you could argue against this as well, I think Persona 4 is a more character-driven game. Um, like, I think Persona 5 is is about its broader themes, and I think Persona 4 is about this group of people, in a way. And so I think it, it, it is a little bit more emotional. Also, you have the Nanako factor in 4, which is a, is a big part of it. Um, but I do like that it wasn't exactly the same thing. I, I do like that that optimism that it ended on um, in Persona 5. And so I, I think I got a little bit more emotional during the Persona 4 ending, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I liked it better. Yeah, I just remember watching that ending, this him driving off, and they're all laughing and giggling, and then it's like the credits start rolling, and their song happens. You're like, oh, my heart. I like yeah. I like the second part too. When after the after the cutscene, they're talking about um, having to, you know, you know, if we live our life, we could change the world without having all our powers, kind of deal. And it's just like all you gotta do is look at the world a new way. And then he gets up, opens the door, and just sits there and is just watching. And then he stares at the camera, and I'm just like. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sums that up right there. And and then um, even towards the end, they kind of remain true to who they are because at the very end, you have you have um, Futaba saying, come on, Inari, stupid Inari. And y- Yusuke is just like, okay, that's it. I'm getting out. And you hear the door opening and everyone's like, hey, wait, what are you doing? Like, they just kept that up even to the very end. And I, I loved that. One of the things I loved is that Morgana just went straight into uh, Joker's lap and it sat there. Yep. I was like, I'd figure you'd go into, you know, Anne's, uh, lap. Anne's lap. Yeah, yeah. Anne's, Anne's, uh, Lady On. Lady On. I mean, Joker who's, is who she's living with, so. Who he, he's living with. Yeah, why do we all think she, like, Morgana was a girl? Because her voice actor. Voiced by a girl? I don't know. It sounds like a girl? Sounds like a girl. I don't know. I mean, it is voiced by a girl. But, but yeah. it's a guy. I was convinced that there was going to be a twist where Morgana turned into a human and, and he a was girl. a girl. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so yeah. did I. But we're all wrong. That's it's okay. actually secretly Marie. We just don't know it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Marie I, 2.0. I like the way that ended. Good endings. Mm-hmm. So overall, which one do we like more? The game. We have to pick Persona 4, Persona 5. Cold like, Steel. Ha! 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 As number three. Yeah, you're right. It's probably third amongst those three games. Yeah, yeah. It's, a good, it's a good number three choice. Who are we starting number, with? But, but for number one and two, Nick. Cold Steel 2, then. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. That's a good number four, you know. <laughs> Cold Steel 1's better than Cold Steel 2. That's, that's crazy. Guys, this is Cold Steel. We're talking <laughs> about crazy. Persona right now. I, I, I know. I know. Let's do this. We like Cold Steel, Maddie, all right? I do, too. But we're talking about Persona. Um, I want, actually, okay, not Maddie. Let's go with Ben first. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is better? Uh, what did you? Which did you enjoy, enjoy more, P4 or P5? Um, I enjoyed P5 more uh, just because uh, I liked that it, it felt like Persona 5 was, was with Persona 4. You could definitely argue that Persona 4 deals with mature themes, but when you're dealing with the shadow versions of those characters, it's kind of like, all right, we have the moment where we reveal this dark thing, we address it, and we move on. I felt like some of the... the, the tougher stuff that they were dealing with uh abuse by adults um in your true self to the world um resisting authority i thought that stuff was a little bit more persistent in persona 5 and i liked that better um in shido like i like how he was introduced at the beginning like he's the one responsible for putting joker in this situation and how he's tied to a lot of these palaces that you're exploring in the final confrontation with him. So I liked all that stuff a lot. And I, I just think from a gameplay perspective, obviously Persona 5 is just much better. Those dungeons were more interesting. Uh, the the confidant relationships were more useful in a practical sense. There was more stuff to do. The side activities were a little bit more involved. Um, and so I think I, I love Persona 4. I do. I love it. But I, I just think Persona 5 is a better game overall. someone agrees with me thank you uh persona 5 also uh beat persona 4 for me uh kind of uh basically exactly what you said um confidants uh were very much more like interesting you know involved gave you a lot of stuff um i liked the main protagonist better i will say persona 4 had a better cast of characters that is wholly true but main uh, party, main, main party, yes. Um, but just like you said, with the themes and stuff, the story of Persona Five just struck a chord with me, with kind of what I'm dealing with in my life right now. And I just felt like 
every time I came home, I could play Persona 5, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm I'm kind of doing something, even though, you know, in reality, I'm not. But And I can't wait to steal my <laughs> boss's heart. That's not what I'm saying, Nick. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you know, people, some people are guided, I feel like are guided by distorted desires, and we could do with some Phantom Thieves in our lives. Would be nice. It would yeah. be nice. Um, it well, just the story in general just struck something with me, and I liked it. You guys can change the world. Mm-hmm. Just to think about it. Just about thinking about it differently. Exactly. Persona mm-hmm. can teach you a lot about life. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I like. I've said this before. Is like Persona always has a good core, like moral or moral code. It's the strength is in the bonds of your friends. Yeah. That's what it says in the beginning of the anime of Persona 4. Strength is in your bonds. And it's like, that's true in real life. The more <laughs> if you have good bonds, you're always going to have, you know, and yeah, and better life. The game in general is just, you know, the play style gameplay is better. Oh, yeah. But um, I will say that Persona 4 did kind of, when I was playing it, because it was in high school, and it was, was when basically I always had a mask on. <laughs> I never was like, never came out and be like, yeah, I'm a nerd, you know, blah, blah, blah. Never. After I played Persona 4, I was more myself, basically. I reached out to the truth of my life. It's good, kind of. Seeking to seize on the whole moment. Here. Yeah. Hmm. But Persona 5 beat it for me. Taylor? I know you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I keep. I I really struggle with, with this. Like, I, I don't know, because Persona 4 is like a special, a really special game in a lot of ways because it was sort of. You know, I had just moved back from South Korea I wasn't really into games and I was kind of rediscovering my love for games and I was like replaying old JRPGs and stuff like this and then I played Persona 4 I'm like whoa this is like crazy I never played a game like this and I never I never thought like anything could beat Final Fantasy 7 for me and yeah just those characters and the the relationships that you that you build with them and like in a really weird way from like specifically with me and I guess with with Nick in a way too like we've had Aaron Fitzgerald on this podcast before whose voice Chie and I've met her in person before so it's really there's like an extra little personal touch to that in a weird way well she's also in Persona 5 she is that's she is true in Persona 5 that I couldn't believe true. it when I knew yeah. figured out who she was um but it's on like game wise it's undeniable Persona 5 is better like Dungeons are better. Like combat is maybe my favorite. No, I will say is easily my favorite turn-based system now. Um, it just feels snappy and fun and and quick. Um, looks unbelievable, right? Very stylish. Um, I I, I almost want to go back and replay for to really feel if that I'm really as attached to that game as I feel like I am. But yeah, it's hard to deny. Like just gameplay wise like as a game like obviously five is superior in almost every way but there's something about those characters in four that i just i can't let go of right i can't let something else go above them so gotta watch the anime again and see yeah the anime you need to watch the golden anime damn it no i will say the anime (laughs) definitely for persona 4 is definitely amazing it it adds something to it because it actually makes you now are coming a character and he's like maybe the best character in that game <laughs> or in that anime just like that very dry that's so good it's uh, funny that's why i'm so looking forward to per- the persona 5 anime because i want to know what he's like i know he's cocky but i want to know how they're going to portray certain story moments i want to know i want to know what he's going to act like you know i just 
I want to see it. My question is, what makes you think there's going to be an anime? Because there already was a one little episode prequel. So do you really think they're going to do? Yes. Why? Why? Why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. I just know at the end of the the little episode it says the Persona Five an- animation project. So maybe there's one coming. Because if there isn't, I'm going to riot. You're going to riot? I'm going to riot. <laughs> <laughs> what if they don't because do an Perso- anime Persona and they do, 4, they do and a... And it was so successful. And if Persona... Was it? Yeah, wasn't it? I don't, I'm pretty I don't, sure I, it was. I don't know. It's probably as ex- successful as any other game anime out there, which... I don't know. I don't know. It's successful to us because we all like it. That's true. I don't know yeah. if Ben likes it, but we all like it. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan, and this is just me. Uh, I don't. I don't love watching... Uh, anime of, of a game that I've played through, uh, and maybe maybe this is short side of me to think, but it's like I there's there's so many series that I do want to watch and so many games that I want to play that doubling up like that, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't. I, I always feel like I've seen a little bit of the Persona Four anime and I've seen a little bit of the Persona Four Golden anime, and as I'm going through, it, I'm like, oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I already know this story. I just, oh, there's so many funny moments in that. Okay, Nick. What? Choose. What, me? Persona 4, Persona 5. Um, as a gameplay, gameplay and all, like, as a game as a whole, Persona 5. I enjoy that. I enjoy Joker. I enjoy the relationships that I created. And it was just, all around is, like, better than Persona 4. But I, I it has to be the anime that's, clouding this because <laughs> I think of I whenever I think of Persona 4 I think of all the scenes and then I think of the anime scenes and I combine them together and then it's like those are so funny yeah but at the same time it's just like well is it just the game like I remember I was talking to Ben he was asking me if I liked Persona 4 or Persona 5 before and he was and I was like I don't know it's like is it fair to compare compare Golden to 5 because it had so much more work it had, it had like 4 years of to develop those characters more i but i don't even know if because i played the ps2 version i still think it's it's good then but yeah that's a a weird perspective to have because i didn't know persona 5 existed back then and stuff like that so yeah so yeah persona 5 i I, I like it more it's more snappy but if i had to pick one i'd pick cold steel 2 (laughs) nice way to stick by your decisions nick (laughs) Okay, I, I like I know this is a persona thing, but I really like I'm I'm trying to really wrap my head around how you guys could find Cold Steel Two a better game because like I did five is in every way like character. Well, I haven't played two, but if if it's if the characters and the presentation doesn't get any better, which I'm assuming it doesn't get that much better, like five just looks better. The characters are way more well realized. The combat's better. Like I don't understand Taylor. why you guys what you guys see in Taylor. Cold Steel. Why are you lumping me in with Nick? Oh, okay. Because Persona 4 beat Cold Steel for me, and Persona oh, okay. 5 just well, beat just... Persona 4. Okay, well, I'm talking to Nick then. <laughs> I can't because I'm going to spoil stuff for you. Oh, my God. Always this. I'm going to spoil everything. You can't even, like, well, smell the game cartridges because you'll spoil it. Now, now to be on Nick's side, that's true. If he says anything about Cold Steel 2, it spoils it. Yeah, if I talk about it, if I give you my reasons why I really enjoy Cold Steel 2... I just give some... it in generalities, like character moments or like how the That's story true. Okay, develops. so <laughs> in Cold Steel 2, you have your relationships now, right? That have been established, that have been in, established in another game. Yes, okay. Exactly. Um, 
your bonding events go even farther than that. You could actually get into a romantic relationship with any, with the uh, person you which choose. Which you couldn't in one. Yes. Okay. I mean, you 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 kind of like hint at it, but, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. This one it actually does happen. Okay. It's um, but the thing I like about Cold Steel Two is that you know your your uh, relationship in Persona Five doesn't affect the story at all. Mm-hmm. In Cold Steel, it definitely affected the story. Really? Okay. And in, in, in like not like a crazy way just you know it actually affects the story like different story scenes play out differently and stuff like that mm, okay. so that's what I, I like how they did that for cold steel 2 um a lot of gameplay stuff because i know that you and ben haven't played cold steel 2 yet so i know what gameplay stuff he's talking about though yeah. um i don't know if ben's even beat cold steel 1 yet so i can't talk about that I have not, no. yeah so you guys have to still beat it mm-hmm. but there's gameplay elements that are introduced in cold steel 2 there's like you would know why i like it yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's just it's awesome. Um, I like Reen as a character because he's not a blank slate. That's one of the things that kind of lowers Persona for me because you're you're always a blank slate. You're always a blank slate. Reen has a has a uh, personality that I really enjoy, and that's why I like Joker better than you, Narukami, as in just Persona the game because you is a blank slate, whereas mm. Joker has that backstory. He has a reason. He has like you know he has that kind of slight character build up to who he is that just makes you want to continue mm-hmm. more yeah. you know it does seem like they they definitely took a considerable step forward making uh the main character persona 5 more of a character i wonder if in persona 6 if that ever happens if they'll just go all the way just uh, make it not a silent protagonist considering the evolution yeah make it like green where you can make decisions and stuff like that but i still. wouldn't yeah i wouldn't mind it <laughs> Just making making the character because I for Joker I looked up the manga name and named him the, his character mm-hmm. right like I made him his character already so I don't really follow the silent protagonist thing as is yeah well come on look at Pers- look at look at Cold Steel three s- screenshots and it looks like Persona five right it does <laughs> but Persona five still that story just hit me and Your Persona Persona <sighs> stories are hard hitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really hard. This hits you right in the feels. <clears throat> right in the yeah, feels. I, I'm really hoping, you know, like what Ben just said, if there is a Persona 6, because the core team of Persona 5 is now working on that, whatever, the fan, their side fantasy game on a new studio. So I'm like, are the, is the core P studio, do they, have they built up a, like some, uh, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like some people that know what to do with the series now. Cause like that guy, the guy, um, has started from three to five. That has been the same director, Kashiro Hashino or Katsuro Hashino. He's been the guy. He's helmed Persona, you know, since they started Social Links, and now it's like, okay, can they hand it off to somebody else? And can it continue to be good? And hopefully, we won't have to wait almost ten years was for a it, sequel. It wasn't <laughs> it taking so long because they're trying to build a new engine a new engine for the ps3 and then the ps4 came out I, I, yeah i don't know i mean Maybe. they just reused the ps4 like they did with persona 4 which is just i would love that like if it just looks the same with new characters and new things you do new like story, bring it on like yeah i'm fine with that especially if we get one quicker yeah. that'd yeah. be fun persona persona, persona six. six that sounds so weird right now and it's gonna be green that's <laughs> what i'm thinking a green or orange that's i've always had orange in my head for some reason orange is a good color i feel like that would be a good Persona green, color. Yeah, green is orange. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Taylor, go join them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I give you a color. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> so, 
we live in a world now <clears throat> that Persona Five is out and is done. Is done, done with. Yeah, exactly. I'm, we live in a post Persona Five. I'm world. honestly it's hanging on to to an anime announcement or something like that's keeping me going or right figures. now. Or more figures, yes. <laughs> Already pre-ordered the Joker figure. What are you guys going to do now? Like, how are you filling that void? I mean, like I said, I'm I'm going through Cold Steel. It's it's very much a Falcon a B tier <laughs> persona, or as Michael Hebert likes to say, it's a swimming swimming in sevens kind of game. It's not like gonna blow you away in any one department but it's like really just solid especially if you like jrpgs let me tell you let me ask you this because i've been saying this for a while Uh uh-huh we've been saying that after the third chapter it picks up has it 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 does not as much as i was hoping it would you still have very like i lost my cat go find my cat i'm like like, okay okay. that is a trails (laughs) of thing all right you're going to have those side quests that that, that don't mean anything it just gives you extra stuff Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm telling you, it goes like it starts going up and going up, and suddenly, Nick, kabam! Let him make, okay. let him make his own, his own. Well, thing. so here's what how Persona Five has spoiled me is everything in that game gets to the point. Like battles, gets, great. We get made right his, to the we point. made his attention even worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's Persona's fault. And like, yeah, quick, like quick, fun battles, like the story moments. It gets right to the point. There's no nonsense and i'm probably repeating myself but i don't want to repeat myself but cold steel has a problem getting to the point sometimes um but yeah that's what i'm gonna do probably cold steel one and if you guys say it's the ending is as crazy as it is i'll probably write into two um but i really want to i've been having this weird hankering to go back and play final fantasy tactics for some reason i haven't played i haven't had a tactics file in a couple years so i think after i'm done with cold steel i might go back and play some tactics what are you going to do, man? I Maddie? think revisiting tactics is always a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that game holds up so well. It just, like, refuses to age badly. No. Can we actually teach Maddie how to play tactics now? Oh, we might have to do that. I guess the time, huh? Because the next game that we got to get is Nino Kuni 2. Whenever that comes out, yeah. Um, deep down, I really want to fill the void by just playing the game again <laughs> I, I did that okay once i beat the game i went to new game plus instantly and i i think i played for like five hours straight and i got to like yes where you could do the cushy yes well, they don't okay people don't know you know I'm sorry i get to the first palace uh-huh. and i was able to now i'm able to do whatever i want he also messed around and got the p4 costume so he was running around his Unarakami, just you know yep. summoning and his it has the persona 4 music right yes it does. which is awesome yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> and i have his Zanagi. Um, yeah, I, nice. I know that, that always feeling always hit like that feeling hit me with Persona Four as well. Like I immediately started a new game and started playing, but then it you know faded off as other games came in that I needed to play. Um, I'd like to play this again, but if I can't right now, I'm kind of playing Hot Set Night with my friends again because here's the storm. If you guys don't know the acronym, um, and I don't know if I had to play a new game, I'd. Maybe try Nino Cooney just it. so I could know the second one. Uh, Trails so of the Sky I want to get into so I could actually get the third chapter and understand it and then be able to play through Cold Steel again and get all those Bursaria Zestiria moments. Yep. Um, well, Ben could convince you into playing Trails of the Sky. He did that in uh, the latest Frame Trap. Should I play Trails of the Sky, Ben? I really like Trails in the Sky. I'm still super early on in Trails in the Sky, but even the very little that I've played, I've been super impressed uh, with it. Um, I've just been 
it, it's frustrating. All I want to do is just, I feel like I've enjoyed Cold Steel, but I haven't been able to finish it. I've enjoyed Trails in the Sky, but I haven't been able to play through it. That's all I want to do. I really wish I could just drop all the other work that I have and just play. Uh, games? Those <laughs> games. But yeah. I, I think I think I actually like Trails in the Sky better. Like I, I feel more motivated to play through uh, Trails in the Sky and then second chapter and then the third game coming out uh, than I do revisiting Cold Steel. Not sure why that is. Yeah, that's good. I don't. I don't know where you're at in Cold Steel. So, if it's before the third chapter, that's probably why. <laughs> it might be before the third chapter. That might be why. Yeah, that, um, it's, it's it's because it's so mm, methodic. Is that a, the yeah, word? Yeah, it has. This it's, it's it's like bam bam bam, and it's like way. okay, it's you know it's cool stuff. You're getting to know people, and then the third is when like the story actually starts happening. And then it just ramps up from there. It's like Zestiria and the Dragon. <laughs> Except Zestiria and the Dragon is that uh, that happens in like the end of the game. I know. <laughs> but um, but um. P five. Yeah, P five. You're playing. Uh, well, I'm playing Trails of the Sky second chapter. I'm on the seventh chapter. Seventh chapter of the second chapter, yeah. indeed. Well, yeah. The second game. I'm on the seventh chapter. Apparently, I'm past how long it should be. I have like 77 hours in the game, and it's supposed to be only like 70 hours long. And I have like 20 hours left. I'm like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but yeah, that game's really fun. If you like Trails of the Sky, then you'll love Trails of the Sky second chapter because it just ramps everything up, just like in Cold Steel 2. It's, nice. it's, it's a weird. I don't know why Falcom does that. Oh, Falcom. They make the first, like, they, they always make the first, and then there's always a cliffhanger, and the second is awesome and then uh after second chapter i'm probably gonna play the third because that comes out in may may 8th i think right yeah really soon so i'm gonna play that and i don't know what else after that i really want to i have a hankering to play persona 4 again but i definitely need to start checking off the backlog or do some New Game Pluses. Maybe New Game Plus, Tales of Destiny remake. Jeez, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You beat that game like a million times. It's the remake. I've Speaking beat it, of beat it people twice. need to play Nino Kuni, you need to play Nino Kuni. I do need to play Nino Kuni. But, yeah, I want to play Tales of Destiny again. Well, currently I'm still mourning Persona 5, so I don't think I'm going to start a game for maybe another week. See, what I did is I played some MechWarrior. That's basically what I'm doing. And that helped. <laughs> yeah. So you got to play Heroes of Storm and then work on the JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I plan on doing. Uh, and then Ben, did you mention what uh, what you're going to dive into next? Do you have a, a review? Well, we finished it up? like a month ago. Do, do you want to know? Do you want to know what I am like working on that's keeping me occupied, or do you want to know what I'm doing for fun that I, that uh, I'm keeping my mind up for Persona Five? Uh, Different answers. I guess like your JRPG mindset. I guess like yeah, your free time, more fun stuff. Yeah, so my goal is to do, we're going to call it a don't skip for, but I'm going to actually finish it before I write that script, and that's that's kind of like the passion project. That's the one I want to do. <laughs> what game? Because you might cut out. Trails in the Sky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I feel like it keeps getting like sort of indefinitely delayed because like this week we had two different events that I went to, um, and then I'm working on a Dragon Quest Heroes 2 review. Trying to get that up. And then, of course, just like the regular stuff, the frame traps, the easy animes, the tabletops, all that. Um, 
has really pushed back. I I thought I would have the Trails in the Sky don't skip done by now, but I'm not even close. I don't know how it's you a long do, game. I don't know how you do <laughs> it's it. A long man. game. I have trouble just doing this podcast. Yeah, you do. Well, that's also his well, full time job. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's also my full time job. I don't know how you do what you were doing. You were like, I'm gonna replay Persona Four. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay so <laughs> you play all these games i've gone to the mindset where i only play one jrpg at a time like that's mm-hmm. all i play and then i play like side games like mech warrior or Heroes side games that don't really have a story yeah, yeah that's what i do and then if there's a really a big game that i want like i got in this mindset when i was was living when i was living with with taylor and we didn't have as much money, so I had to pick and choose my games. And I was like, you know what? I really love JRPGs, and I love MechWare. If there's a JRPG with a giant mech, I'm going to love it. <laughs> so Somehow you never got around you to playing You must Z- really like Xenogears. I have not played that Xenos yet. Saga. I have not played that either. You haven't played Xenogears or Xenosaga? Okay. No. Or Xenoblade X. Yeah, Connor. None of the Xenos. Sure. Yeah, none of the Xenos. <laughs> I don't like Xenos. I must be xenophobic. Uh, um, the Connor's been... The, Nope, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I said Connor's been bugging me to play Xenogears. Yeah, that's like his favorite game ever. He like just raves about that game. Mm-hmm. It looks interesting, so maybe. Cool. But I, I think you should play through Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm I'm going through it for the first time on stream, and it was one of those games where JRPGs, blah blah blah, and I I just I played it a little bit. I had restarted it a few times and got a few hours in, but uh, now that I'm I'm much deeper. Uh, all those people were right. I feel like sometimes when you hear like, I don't know if people feel like about this with your recommendation of Trails of Cold Steel, where you just kind of hear it enough that you kind of grow numb to it. But uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles is is definitely fantastic, truly fantastic. Taylor's that way. He's he's grown numb to it with the Cold Steel. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. it was like almost like a daily. He's like, so, uh, start Cold Steel yet? Because so? you're on the f- okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's frustrating because you guys haven't beaten the first one, and I cannot talk about anything. It's okay, Nick. You have me. I know, but we've talked so much about it. I mean, our spoiler cast was two hours long. That's true. <laughs> it was three hours long, but still, that was only for the first game. Imagine us talking about two. <laughs> two has so much more in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's yeah. It's it's that's the only bad thing about Falcom games is that you can't talk about them at all without giving anything away. At least the second ones, because they're, they're like exact continuations of the first one. Annoying, but I remember I've played Xeno Great Xenoblade Chronicles. I didn't like playing with a Wiimote. It felt weird. Oh yeah. yeah, I've never, I've actually never played it with a Wiimote. Yeah. I've only played it with a classic controller. Yeah, Wiimote's I, my jam. I only had like a Wiimote felt weird. I I got. If I recall, I got to this place where I was in a cave. It's so vague, but <laughs> I remember. I, I I know what you're talking about. I got into yeah. a cave, and I think you, like were there spiders in the cave? I think so. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then I stopped. I don't know why. I I did that a lot at that time, but I want to. Yeah. I want to play Xenoblade. I could play it on my Wii U. It's it's like you were saying with uh, Trails of Cold Steel and getting past Chapter Three. Like there's there's a lot for you to see. It does get, <sighs> get you def- certainly get hooked at a certain point. De- yeah. yeah, definitely. It, yeah, that's how the great games work. It, yeah, yeah. That's just I I just love like Trails of the Sky did the same thing. Is uh, it got really good at the end, and I was like, sweet. And then, go right into the second one. And then I got went straight in the second one. 
But then like Bris- Tales of Berseria came in, came out, and I had oh to beat my that. God. Just remind me. And of that then game. I started playing Trails of the Sky again, or second chapter again. And then Persona Five came out. <laughs> and I couldn't do that. So now I'm about to. I'm, I think I should beat it this weekend. Nice. I feel like I've been like pretty good about beating the games of 2016. I feel fairly up to date. Yeah. Uh, Berseria is one that slipped me by though. That's like the I want to get back to it, but I don't know when it's going to happen. <gasps> Especially since I'm trying to get through Trails in the Sky. Yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, the one game I really want to go back to, I feel like I've played all the games I wanted to and then some, but the one that keeps eluding me is near Automata. And it just, everything mm, that's about the one that should not elude me. I know, I know. <laughs> like, because I, I love platinum games, I love like JRPGs, and I played the demo and it like freaking blew me away. And um, mm-hmm. uh, I read your, or I watched your review and it was very glowing. So, uh, I know I need to get around to it. I, and I, I almost wish I could have. I even I remember at this time when this happened, I'm like, should I get Gravity Rush two or Near? Because they were not too far apart. Or maybe it was a different game. Um, oh, it was Horizon. That's what it was. It was either Horizon or Near. And Horizon's amazing, but I wish I would have passed on Gravity Rush in retrospect and gotten Near because I didn't. Gravity Rush kind of let me down a little bit. But anyway, yeah. Hmm. So we'll continue. I don't think Nero will let you down. I, f- I feel very confident about that. Oh, if it's anything like the demo, I'm, I'm sure it won't. So let's continue this conversation when we're not recording. Because <laughs> this is the Persona 5 yeah, it's spoiler cast. going three plus hours here. And oh my gosh, I can't believe it's over. It was a great game, this guys. Game. I'm pretty sure you guys share my sentiment yeah. or my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. People... Or you know, if you're listening to this, you've obviously beat it. So never mind. But but if you haven't, you should still play it. Even though we've ruined it, <laughs> we yeah, ruined yeah, it. Yeah. But still play it. Yeah. God, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening to us ramble about this game. Persona Five is great, and we'll see you next time. Our next spoiler cast, which should be Cold Steel Two. Woo! Oh. See ya. Bye. Bye. Where have you been? Been searching all along. Facing twilight on and on Without the clue Without a sign Without grasping it The real question to be asked